is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and host of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. What is up, nerd enthusiasts, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Nerd Talk Lives Podcast. We are here today discussing the movie that we've all been waiting for this year, which was Justice League. Yeah. Woo! As you can see, we have a special guest with us, someone who we've been friends with for a very long time and deservedly show, or so, deserves to be on the show. Um, and this is uh, author Adam Crawford. Hello, we everybody. We call him AJ, so in case you guys are confused by what that means. Yeah, well, only my friends call me AJ, so don't you think you can call me AJ. <laughs> Even when you're talking about him, don't call him AJ. Yeah, don't, don't think about me calling him He He's will, know. Yeah, so you, you are a huge DC fan. I am. I very much am. And we've been friends with him for a very long time, and this is the first time that we had him on the show. So, uh, welcome, first of all. Thank you. And this... this uh, Officially marks your entry into our Super Fights Championship for this year. <gasps> you actually like that. Super Fights, like, yeah. Like that very much. All money on Nightwing, just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> so uh, that'll be a good time you have to defend again. You know who Stoey is? Stoey. Yes, I know Christian Stoey. Yeah, so he's, he's the a... champion of last year. Okay. So you, have to, you have to fight him for the, for the uh, superhero trophy. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, we have a little, like, couple news articles here. We're going to do that, then we're going to break down Justice League to... Uh, Nearly the molecular level. I wish this was episode fifty-two. Oh, that would have been perfect. It would have been. We t- we talked about that in the past. Oh, I, I see what you just did there. Fifty-two, <laughs> the new fifty-two. <laughs> we're yes, just okay. we're just twenty episodes in front. Come on, Barry, do something. Put it back. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Today. All <laughs> right. <laughs> so with no announcements, no Walking Dead news, and no DC news, other than the fact that this is all. You know, I'm sure there's something out there. I, I don't know. But I do have a non-nerdy recommend. Watch Shameless. Shameless oh, yes. season eight Shameless. is out. I haven't started yet, but good stuff. Hey, hold on. Well, I'll, I'll see if we got anything DC here to put out there. I will, while you do that, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna talk about this. Uh, Punisher right. season one dropped on the 17th, uh, the day Justice League came out. So Marvel likes to just like when Daredevil did this, it dropped out the exact same time as what was it? BVS. Mm, or so, yeah. Yeah. it goes around there. Yeah. Marvel likes to show their dick size. Also. Yeah. Um, so it, right now, uh, Marvel's Punisher season one sits at a sixty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of ninety-four percent, which is pretty solid. It means it's liked. Yeah, <clears throat> I keep seeing different articles that some articles will say, "Oh, the show is bland and boring," and the other other show other ones say that the show is fantastic. Mm. Okay. Oops, I don't know. I don't know what just happened here. I must have clicked on the wrong. Oh, right there. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that. That's awesome. But I can't wait to watch Punisher. I. I I love him as as the Punisher. Absolutely, he makes a great Frank Castle. AJ, have you seen him in? I have not. Wa- I have not started to watch a Punisher yet. Um, have you seen all the other shows though? Like Daredevil. Well, I only watched Daredevil to be honest. Okay. Um, because Daredevil was the only one that kept my interest. But um, I tried to watch the Defenders. I only got one episode into it, and I had to stop because it wasn't really exciting. We for watched me, Jessica but... Jones. Jessica like, Jones. If you have to choose one other show. one to watch, Jessica Jones is even if you don't like superheroes, it's just a good show. All right. Like the, was, the, the, oh my brilliant. god, it's one of the. It'll make you uncomfortable. <laughs> the purple really man good, is though. the craziest villain I have ever seen. Well, you know, I, li- I like to be uncomfortable, so you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely watch that. All right, moving on then, Lane. We got the news today from the Daily Prophet. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it when you put all this new shit in here. So. <laughs> 
Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grimwald. This is the title for the second movie on the quintology of films for the Wizarding World moving forward. Mm. Interestingly enough, based on history, some expect our first teaser trailer to, for this movie to be in front of Star Wars The Last Jedi in December, which that's next month. And I, uh, I'm not, yeah, i i got to watch a trailer for that. Maybe I shouldn't. Wait, we've already watched a trailer for that. For Fantastic Beasts. Oh, yeah. Is yeah, what yeah, we're yeah, talking okay. about. Seen <laughs> as how the first teaser trailer for movie number one was in front of the Force Awakens two years ago. So that that's what the that's what the working theory goes when they released the, they released this picture that was really cool to see. Oh, I bet it's going to be the Crimes of Grindelwald, and then the next one's going to be the Life and Lies of Albus Dumbledore. That would be dope. That it has to be. You're familiar with Harry Potter, correct? I am not as big as you guys are, but I'm did, still. Did you read the books or just like the movies? Like. I just uh, I read like maybe three of the books and then watched all the movies. AJ know. attended Potterpalooza back in the day. I did. He lived there. I did. That was our first. <laughs> I think that was our first. AJ uh, didn't attend. He had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Was like, I, was, I was a homeless brown man. They're just like you're, you can live with us as long as you come to Potterpalooza. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> no. Look, it's happening. Potterpalooza today. AJ, sorry. Right. No. No. It's cool because I I've always liked Harry Potter. I always thought it was. Um, I don't know what, dude. Story, I woke so. up at like six in the morning that day. To watch excited. every Harry Potter movie, yeah, till the premiere of we we all did. We were all awake that That's day. That's insanity. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was us <laughs> though. That like. is pure insanity. I'd... Anyway, all right. So let's move on then to the news from the cantina. Ding, ding, ding. I wish I could make cantina music. So Ryan Johnson, <laughs> director of the Last Jedi, is helming a new trilogy of Star Wars films. Um, after episode nine is done, these movies will lie outside the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. and will take place in an entirely new part of the galaxy with new characters and everything. Very interesting that, uh, that Lucasfilm has faith in this guy so high that they're just like, you get a new trilogy. Like, we haven't even seen Last Jedi yet. Brian well, it Johnson. must be that. It must be pretty yeah. good if they're doing that. Like, that, that they have such high, high Well, Force faith. Awakens was fantastic. That was Abrams. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. I wouldn't say it was fantastic, but I definitely. I loved it. Force, Ra- well, Force Awakens. I, I don't know. I, 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 I can't get past the Empire Strikes Back. Sorry, <laughs> I, I can't. And then Rogue One just completely like destroyed. Like I loved Rogue um, One, Episode Seven. Yeah, like Rogue One almost beat almost beats the Empire Strikes Back in my opinion. The Empire Strikes Back barely edges it out just because of the reveal between Vader and Luke. Right. One like, of the biggest reveals ever. It, it can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't get past that reveal. So, but that's it. Other than that, Rogue One would have easily took the crown as the best Star Wars. Oh, Rogue movie. One was awesome. See, they did that movie perfectly because they didn't really need to do much origin because mm-hmm. everybody spoilers dies. Right. So they did a great job at showing everything else they needed to. It was fantastic. Very good movie. And they answered some questions and shit, which is good. But anyway, the next thing, a new Star Wars live action TV series is also coming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love along that. with the Lord of the Rings one on the Amazon. Yeah, I heard about that. Not, Actually, heard not, about that. not very thrilled about it, but yeah, they're gonna, that's just me. They're comparing it to like game. It's gonna be like a Game of Thrones type thing. Don't do Lord that. Lord of the Rings. Dumb. Don't, don't don't do that. I hate Lord of the Rings. Dumb dumb <laughs> dumb. I do. I don't. I don't like it, man. We've had this discussion before many times. I'm gonna sit here till we start talking about Justice. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I'm he just sorry, dude. I he can't watch the movies. They're, I just they're just boring. I like I like it. I mean, I'm not I'm not a super nerd fan about it. Like I am Harry Potter, but I like it enough. Like uh, the Hobbit movies were awesome. Like, yeah, I love the Hobbit. You don't like Hobbit? Are we talking about Justice League yet? <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, right, Mr. Opinion. That's what we do here. That's why we have him. 
But all right, we are getting into Justice League now. That is all for news. And all right, I'm back. <laughs> all right, back to news. So, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, can, can you move out the way so I can get out the door here? <laughs> no, it's not happening. You are, uh, you are a prisoner. You're trapped. <laughs> in, inside out Oreo here. All right, so th- this uh, Justice Uh-oh. League review that we have is going to be a little bit uh, different. There's a lot, there's a lot, not ne- necessarily different, but there's a lot of more information than we have because this movie was such a big deal and it's being so critically received. And she says, "How dare you? How dare I not like Lord of the Rings?" Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so th- since this movie is being Sorry. so. It's it's what's the word I'm looking for? Mixed, it's a mixed review. Divisive, very divisive. decisive, indecisive. Like divi- indiv- indiv- indecisive. Yeah, something yeah, like so that. We're gonna cover a lot of information here, um, and then we're gonna get into the spoiler-free synopsis, and we're gonna give spoiler-free reviews and all that good stuff, and then at the end of all this, we're gonna spoil the crap out of it. So this is your first warning, and then you'll get another one in a little bit. So let's let's cover the overview of. Justice League's production. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Justice League is a 2017 American superhero film based in the DC comic on the DC comic superhero team of the same name, consisting of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg, which is, I believe, the iteration of the New Fifty Two. Yeah, that's far, far from the original. Um, yeah, that, yeah. Distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, the film is the fifth installment of the DC Extended Universe, which is not an official name, by the way. Um, this is just something that us fans created, the DCEU. Um, the film is directed by Zack Snyder with a screenplay by Chris Terrio and Joss Whedon um, from a story by Terrio and Snyder. It features an ensemble cast that includes Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller, Jason Moa, Ray Fisher, Jeremy Irons, Diane Lane, Connie Nielsen, J.K. Simmons, and J.K. Simmons. I loved him. Yeah, he was great. So, in Justice League, the superhero teams formed to honor Superman following his death to save the planet from the catastrophic threat of Steppenwolf and his army of parademons. Yeah, and this, what was <clears throat> about the whole, these, these aren't the original, like, that's that's true, they're not, but that's the whole thing with DC and Marvel, they retcon so many things throughout the years that, there, is there even, an, the only original anymore is the actual very first time Justice League ever was shown, there's. Right, so, you know what we were listening to it on the way there. The uh, the history geek, the geek history lesson. Those yeah. guys are pretty awesome, but they were talking. You know, there's been the Justice League has started like nine hundred times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, in one instance, it has these characters. In another instance, it doesn't even have fucking Superman in it. Like, right? You know what I mean? They're, but that's just the way it is. And you know, I think I think that little bit that you said there, Deej, about the DCU name um is interesting because that's actually what Zack Snyder was calling it for a while. He was calling it the DC Extended Universe. But um, for some reason, it's just like you said, it was just really random. Like, one day, they're just like, that's not what we're calling it. So, like, he just kind of had to repeal his um, name on it. And which, you know, we'll get into this more a little bit later as we go on to talk about it. But, like, there's a lot of things with this production that, like, that people are saying that, like, why did Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman turn out so perfectly? But then you get to Justice League and it's chopped and screwed and all that. And well, a lot of it has know, to do like, with the fact that it was in pr- they were both in production at the same time. Same with mm-hmm. Justice League's been in production since Suicide Squad, right? You know what I mean? Because there's a, the Suicide Squad has a cameo of the Flash that they filmed in London while they were filming Justice League, right? And just sent that footage over to the Suicide Squad studio, mm-hmm. like. I think what's screwing a lot of these movies is the fact that they can't just have get one fuck one director just do the job. Like, 
Yeah. You know how many, you know how many even with the same in Marvel too. I think I honestly think if you really had to ask me, I think the biggest problem is just that these Warner Brothers is just um really showing their desperation of trying to catch up with Marvel. You know, like they they won't leave their directors alone and Patty Jenkins had the nerve to tell them to leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. You know, but like Zack Snyder, you know, he's just well. A lot like... of this BS happens outside of the actual production itself. Like, right. like we were talking just before we started recording about fans wanting the uh, actual cut of the movie. Mm-hmm. That always happens. You know what I mean? Not, not even. I think on the way home from Batman v Superman in theaters, I read a news article about the extended cut coming out. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like before, fans could even get pissed off. People were pissed off. Like, mm-hmm. like so. It, a lot of this, ha- a lot of this is the studio. Like somebody along the lines down down this was just like, "Hey, this movie has to be two hours. Cut and, some shit and, out of it." And you would think that they would learn their lesson from BBS because a lot of people were issuing apology letters to Zack Snyder over like Batman v Superman. Uh, yeah, over Batman v Superman of um like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Prosecuting him for yeah. that version, and then they watched the ultimate version that was supposed like, to be his yeah. vision. And yeah, they're just like, sorry, dude, we didn't know that See, that was going on. Zach's, I, th- I think Zach Center knows what he's doing. Like, right, yeah, If you oh, just let him, left, left him to his own devices, he would make you a badass fucking DC movie. Mm-hmm. Give him whatever, I mean, obviously you can't make a five-hour movie, but give him what he needs and just let him fucking do it. Well, a lot of a lot of it, too, is like, let's say, let's say the Justice League's original cut was two hours and 40 minutes, you know what I mean? Uh, hypothetically. That would be great, but Warner Brothers wants people, they want an extra showtime, that's what they want they want a two-hour movie so you can show that movie fucking three times a day instead of twice yeah or or something like that that's what they want they don't understand that that's actually going to bite them in the foot because the people aren't liking this movie they're not going to pay to come back they're not going to tell their friends to go watch it it's like it's a what's that thing is it called a catch-22 yes yeah it's like that it is you know exactly I mean? a catch twenty two because like they're saying they're thinking they're going to benefit from doing this, but it's also going to unbenefit them in a this certain in a different way. You can't, right, you cannot win in that situation. So I mean, just so make the movie great. The, be- <laughs> this movie had a budget of three hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? And it didn't even break a hundred. Ninety two million, I believe I read for just domestic six as of this or morning. Ninety six, okay, just right here in um the states and, and then and then that's worldwide not super great, is it? No, no, that's, that's not. Terrible. That's that. It's the lowest DC EU. I don't understand the that. lowest. Like that's, lower than Suicide Squad. I didn't think you can get lower than that. So yeah. See, but this has nothing. To do, that has nothing to do with the movie being bad. It has to do with them DC have or whatever the DC EU already fucking up in the past that people are just like, well, yeah. Great. Why is everything to do with this fucking bullshit that happens at Rotten Goddamn Tomatoes? Mm-hmm. Well, people, that's I, I hate it. People rely on that too much, and it's weird. I just talked to my friend Ryan. He goes. Justice League? I haven't even seen a trailer for that yet. He goes, I've not seen anything on my newsfeed about Justice League. Huh. And I'm like, well, you get... He's like, he didn't even know that there was a trailer for this movie yet. The movie and the movie's out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just... I, I, I agree with you guys. Like, I think Rotten Tomatoes has a lot to do with this, but, People you know... People go on it too much, man. If we really... If we, if we really had to point fingers, like, we really had to point fingers, it all goes back to the studio heads at Warner Brothers. Like, you know, it's not it's not Zack Snyder's vision. It's not Joss Whedon's um, tink, tinkering or what have you not. It's the it's the person that came up with the bright idea to keep this movie under two hours for no reason, really. I mean. Yeah, agreed. Like, See, but this movie was good still to me. Like there, Oh, it there was, was so a, good. There Definitely. Was the, the best way it was put, there was a point at the beginning where it felt like it was being rushed, but then it stopped. Like, it's it slowed down and it, it fixed itself real well. It slowed down and made its... Yeah, movie, it did what it needed to do. It gave you the information story, yeah. you needed, and it, and it, and it kicked ass. Like, <laughs> and you see, I'm like, we'll get into this a little bit more later. Yeah. But this is what I was telling somebody too: is that like, even the parts that were allegedly 
rushed. I don't necessarily feel like we're rushed. Like, they gave us what we needed to know, and yeah. then they went off their story, you know? So, like... See, you can't win. So, right. people... The movie's either rushed, or they're going to say, oh, there was way too much substance. No. There's not... There's never going to... You're never going to please everybody. Right. So, you can't really win. What's well, the... Here's the here's the worst part about it, is that everybody was like, Batman v Superman is too dark and too brooding, and blah, 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 blah. So, then Justice League comes out, and it's light and refreshing, and Superman is like... You know what I mean? He's 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 the hero that he's supposed to be, and, yeah. and all this stuff. And they're like too light, and I'm like, really? Like, what the fuck? What do you want? Like, <laughs> what what kind of shit is this? Wait, like, you know, you know, if I really had to say something else, um, to kind of help us along with um, what could have possibly went wrong here, I think that Thor Ragnarok is a lot to blame here too, because um, you know that that movie's getting like all these rave reviews, and they're basically saying the same thing about Ragnarok that they're saying about Justice League. It's fun funny with problems so why is ragnarok sitting on a 92 but this is sitting on a 40 exactly that's like, the thing that, like because with mar there's too many marvel fanboys out there anymore too many you guys don't remember at one point marvel was fucking broke as shit and then had to go to dc way back in the day and fuck you marvel fuckers and, and y'all need to remember <laughs> that dc came first remember who your daddy is that's right <laughs> i mean I, don't, we brought don't, you in this world we'll take you out don't get me wrong i like marvel too but dc is my is my main, and I feel that DC's getting the shit end of the stick, and it's not fair. Number one. See, and also, you, can only, you can't compare, people are going to say, oh, Infinity Wars is way better than Justice League, but you can't compare Infinity Wars to Justice League. you got to compare yeah. Avengers to Justice League, because this is DC's first collab movie with superheroes, and mm -hmm. so was Avengers. They're just doing it later. And with, and with Infinity Wars, it's kind of like, no crap. Like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been around for ten years. Like, I would hope that movie's better than Justice League. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait till we see freaking Crisis on Infinite Earths someday in the future. That Burned. fucking movie's gonna be crazy. Burned. Flashpoint <laughs> will be crazy. I can't yeah. wait. I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm pumped oh, yeah. about that. I think that that movie's the perfect movie to start Flash, Flash's solo film in. Yeah. Absolutely it perfect. It introduces everything that needs to be introduced. And, and honestly, like if I was way. if I was going to reboot this um, whole DCEU, I would have did it with Flashpoint. Like I wouldn't have did it here. Or like, you, you can do it with Flash. That's the whole thing. You yeah, can. yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. But like, see, I, but mean, I like Henry Cavill as Superman. Oh, I, I, I like everybody. I yeah. Like everybody. Oh yeah, I liked every well, I single person in this movie. The elephant in the room about that is Ben Affleck. There's still rumors oh. about him leaving the leaving. The oh well, yeah, duh. yeah, that's duh. there, dude. You know who the current rumor? I hate it. You know who the current rumor is to replace Jake Ben Jono. Affleck? Jake yeah. Jono. What the yeah. fuck? I can kind of get behind I don't, it. I, can, I don't. Oh, no. I don't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I just don't see it. Like, it would take I, mind, I don't mind Jake Gyllenhaal. I just don't. One, one, when I see him, I'm like, oh, he would make a great Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Just well, put Jason Statham in a bat suit. We'll be just fine. <laughs> Scott, no, Scott Atkins. If there's going to be any of those action stars casted, it needs to be Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins just bleeds Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. Like, he just, oh, man. I just say Jason Statham for his just ass beating it. The way he beats ass, that's just like how Batman could, beats could, it. Could you imagine him saying it? I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> his balding ass head. Yeah. His extremely chiseled. Chin. I wouldn't <laughs> complain too much about that. At all. <laughs> all right, so you. Uh, the film was announced in October 2014 with Snyder on board to direct and Terrio attached to write the script. Initially announced as Justice League Part 1 with a second part to follow in 2019. The second film was indefinitely delayed to accommodate a standalone Batman film with Affleck. Principal photography commenced in April 2016 and ended in October 2016. Snyder then hired Joss Whedon to write scenes that would be filmed during reshoots. However, Snyder left the project in May 2017 following the death of his daughter. That's sad. Yeah. 
You know, that's that's one of my uh, minor gripes I'm having. So right it's now. her fault this movie sucks. Well, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, that's that's <laughs> wow. what I was, that's what I was just getting ready to say. That's one of my minor gripes with the fan community right now is that they are like showing like hostility towards Snyder for leaving this film. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, dude, his daughter just killed herself. Yeah. Like, grow Let, up, leave him be. If he does, if he wants to, if you're filming a movie and your daughter dies, you have every right to stop filming said movie. Mm-hmm. Do whatever the fuck you need to do, man. Like, now, my personal opinion, if I was Warner Brothers, I would have delayed this movie like a couple months. You let know, him come back and yeah, let, let him let him have his bereavement and then you know bring him back. Yeah, but at the time, at the time, aside from the the sad news, you know, for the Snyder family, like people were excited about Whedon joining because Avengers was dope. Yeah, but leave the like, Marvel guys to their Marvel. This fucking well, see, maybe Whedon came doing, and Whedon's fucking doing did this on Batgirl. Huh? Whedon's doing Batgirl. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? So people were excited, like, to have Whedon, like, as a, as a nice successor or predecessor, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, to to Snyder. So I was like, sure, you know, let it go. And then all of a sudden, after that news broke, people were going to be like, well, we're going to be able to tell which ones are Whedon and which ones are Snyder, and that, what kind of like it just retarded to just let it be a fucking movie. Just go into the movie not thinking about Whedon and Snyder. Enjoy the movie, enjoy the characters, and enjoy the fucking action. No, you see, that's what I was getting ready to say um, in my um, review. Like, I, I, um, I was able to tell. I didn't go in. I didn't go in there thinking that like this is a Whedon slash Snyder movie. I went in there thinking this is a superhero movie. Yeah, fuck this yeah. is a Justice League movie. I don't care who directed it. I just want to watch the movie. And honestly, I couldn't re- like it, unless I started looking for it, like specifics. I really couldn't tell who was Whedon and who was Snyder. No, it's the people that are in there that are specifically just. That, that's the nighter. Yeah. That's what, you know, they just fucking let it, just enjoy the movie. We've been waiting for this our whole lives. That, that joke was in Avengers. That was a Whedon scene. <laughs> Why are you going to let it ruin? Yeah. Why are you going to let it ruin your experience for Justice League just because of that? That's right. so petty to me. That's the world we live in today. If if this movie would have came out 30 years ago, we would not be having the same problems. People would no. just enjoy it to fucking enjoy it. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like the like, this is a whole other conversation for a whole another podcast. But this this, Mar- <laughs> this Marvel and DC Wars bullshit. I hate it. I hate every second. I of love it. all. I love. I'm gonna. I can't wait to see Infinity Wars. I cannot wait to see Justice. No, League. no. Like I no. Like what I'm saying is like the way that the fans treat each other. Yeah. Like you know, I I like them both. Yeah. I love Marvel. I'm on both sides I love of the DC, coin. But like these these fans that are just like tearing each other down. like we used to like this is what we used to get bullied about in high school you know what i'm saying yeah so like we are You're like really, superman nerd right like we're no better than they are if we're on the freaking internet thinking our opinion is absolute and saying that like like oh you must be gay because you like marvel like he's not gay because he likes marvel i like marvel what do you guys he's gay because he likes wiener not dude, because he likes <laughs> marvel dude every <laughs> everything that you just said is the entire reason that this podcast is a thing oh thank you <laughs> that is exactly what we as fans stand for as a podcast like lane and myself and everybody we have on this show you know what i mean like we're unbiasedly we like all of this stuff stop the marvel versus dc we're an aggregation that's why we're not called the dc podcast hashtag marvel and dc <laughs> choose the proper preposition not versus not against and together we fucking love it all the nerd talk podcast is an apocalypse of nerd talk it's all of it, even the Lord it's of the an Rings. Aggregation. <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't. I, it's just not my jam. I, I, people, I, dude, I get shit for it all the time about like Game of Thrones. I just don't. It's, it, I just don't. It, you know, it's, whatever. It's cool, man. Because I'm not really into The Walking Dead, but whatever. Each to each your own. You know, what I mean, if there's if there's a thing out there that we even encourage it, we've encouraged our listeners thousands of times. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We'll do it. 
I had a guy the other day tell me he wants to do a Man of Steel debate. Oh, you y'all gotta call me up for that if I'm home. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll defend that movie until my grave. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. He said he's got two people that aren't you know that aren't like super jazzed about it, and and he wants to debate me and Lane about how we think that movie is a damn masterpiece. So best Superman movie. I was like, let's do it. Hands it's down. Like a great episode. Hands down. Probably honestly, in my opinion, up to that point, best superhero movie I've ever seen. Right. In my opinion, I agree. All right, let's move on then. Uh, Whedon was hired to oversee the remainder of the post production, including. Directing additional scenes written by himself, Snyder received sole director credit for the film, with Whedon receiving a screenplay credit in the post. With an estimated production budget of $300 million, it is one of the most expensive films ever made so far, uh, as until Infinity War comes out. Mm. <laughs> Justice League premiered in Beijing on October 26th and was released in the United States in 2D, 3D, IMAX on November 17th. So let's move on to the critical reception, which we've already. Why do been other countries about. get movies before we do when they're made in our country? <laughs> I've always wondered that too. I don't know. Australia gets everything late. I did. Well, I, that's understandable. That movie wasn't made in Australia. Maybe, maybe that's our way of trying to keep the peace, the world peace. You know. Here, China, you can have this movie first. Don't kill all of us. Right. <laughs> and then Donald Trump gets on there, and it's just like your eyes look weird, and it's just like Trump. Seriously, like we're we're trying to make peace here. <laughs> all right. So, forty percent Rotten Tomatoes on the Tomato Meter. Audience score is eighty-five percent. That's not bad. Yeah, the that's critic, a great audience yeah, score. It's great. The critic critic consensus is Justice League leaps. Over a number of DC movies, but it's in a, or, but its single bound isn't enough to shed the murky aesthetic, thin characters, and chaotic action that continues or continue to dog franchise, which I don't agree with any. I of thought that the action stated. was fantastic because I don't remember what we were talking about before, but they it was like a video and it was saying about action that go that happens so fast that you can't really tell what's happening. Like they do it on purpose. But this movie, like, you could tell everything that was happening. Everything was very crisp and clear, I thought, oh, in this yeah. movie, as far as the actions go. Um, as far as the thin characters go, like that's I'm going to talk about that a little bit more mm-hmm. in my I thought they later, got but... all the characters. I They, they nailed them. Well, they, they nailed them, but like I think that there's like a lot more to explore. But I'll, like, so <laughs> I I'll know, talk about I, that later. I think Ezra Miller runs weird. And I know that's just been the consensus, but that scene at the end was fucking weird the way he was running. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was celebrating or if he was just he was being like, him or uh, like running like that. I'm like, what like, the fuck? Yeah, like I, I didn't. I didn't that know occurred to me. Either. I was like, maybe he's celebrating, but that that just looked weird. Yeah, it was. He weird. did it another time in the movie too, so I was like, eh, I don't know. My my wife can't stand Jason Momoa's eyes. Well, the scene where the scene where Flash was running up towards Superman that that was perfect running. That you know the way he looked, he didn't look all weird when he did that part. He was running normal. Yeah, it looked awesome. All right, so it received mixed reviews from critics who praised the action sequences and performances while criticizing the thin plot, weak villain, and CGI. The film's tone was met with a polarized reception with some praising, or yeah, with some praising it for being lighter and, or lighter than the DCEU installments, uh, while the others noted it as inconsistent. So this, these next things here are from, are from CinemaScore. See, wait, where, where's this whole misconception that DC has to be light? There's... You know, there's comic books where DC is very dark. DC, in my opinion, has always been like an adult's answer to comic books. You yeah, know? it's it's, so a, like, it's I don't it's know. brutal. Like, read the comic book where freaking Doomsday and Superman fight. That shit is brutal as shit. Right, and you know, I think that's that's why I'm, that's why I've been partially saying that. I think um, a lot of this blame has to go to Thor um, Ragnarok because it came out and it was all bubbly and fun and like, well, you know, actually Marvel, this MCU, you know, they're 
crossing a billion dollars with all their movies and stuff when actually DC did it faster, but we're not talking about that. Right. Um, but, like, <laughs> um, still, like, the MCU is a very successful franchise and a very fun franchise, yeah, I will great. say. Like, you know, I like the MCU, but that doesn't necessarily mean that every superhero movie after it has to be created after that model. You know what I'm right. saying? So, like, I think that's, I think that's um, kind of where... Um, some of this criticism has come from is that Justice League tries to be like the MCU, but like you know, it doesn't quite fit the bill. Everybody wants to compare everything. Just let it be what it is. This is Justice League. That's Avengers. There's been uh, whatever. But anyway, so the Cinema Scores. What are these? Who who made these scores? What are these based? It's, just, it's a web. It's a website called Cinema Score. Like they just oh, okay. they, they pull audience members after they see movies. All right. Um, and then just give it a grade. Yeah, and, give, and they give it a grade based off All right. that. Well, starting at Man of Steel in 2013, it, it was given an A minus. I believe it would should get more than that. Mm. Uh, and then Suicide Squad was a B plus. Batman vs Superman was a B. Wonder Woman A. Justice League B. So as far as that's a that's not a good that's not a horrible GPA for DC. <laughs> no, that's not bad at all. <laughs> but I don't know. I think Justice League should be higher than that. At least an A. Maybe not an A-plus or anything, but Man of Steel should not be an A-minus. That movie was fucking fantastic. Wonder Woman was good. My only thing... See, I liked Wonder Woman, but it, to me it wasn't as good as everybody says it was. Like That's what I said, too. I thought it was extremely overrated. It was kind of boring at times. It had it, it had its message. You know, it yeah. had a very strong message. It had a strong female lead, and it had some very exciting action beats. But it's like you said. Sometimes, like, it just seemed like sometimes it was trying to be a political movie yeah. about women, and then the next time it was trying to be a mythological superhero right. movie. Like, it just... It, its consistencies were, and then it tried to be a World War One movie. So like, right. I was just kind of like, okay, so what kind of movie is this? You know, like, cause at, at least the other ones had their tones, like you know, nailed. Like Justice League is a fun superhero movie. Um, Batman versus Superman was dark, brooding, fucking dark, dark movie. And then Suicide Squad is just a, a very grungy, um, you know, immature like superhero yeah. movie. And then Man of Steel is an inspirational alien invasion superhero movie yeah so like so that's what i'm saying like wonder woman i didn't understand what movie it was trying to be for the most part so i i can understand that i don't i don't really think it necessarily deserves to be an a or whatever they're saying like it was like you said it was good action at the end that end fight scene was pretty dope but yeah yeah like like, i'm not saying it's a bad movie you know necessarily but i don't think it's the best or oh my word i just sinned all right you guys can beat me up later i almost i almost called an mcu movie (laughs) (laughs) i don't necessarily think it's the best dceu movie but it's you know all right now we're getting into the metacritic i don't know what this is so the meta score i don't know anything you're gonna have to talk about it get in here guys I love it. <laughs> that was the selfie section of our episode. <laughs> <laughs> we always got to pause to take a selfie. That's right. All right. So go ahead and talk about this Metascore thing. Yeah, so the Metascore, Metacritic is just like it's the same thing as Rotten Tomatoes, essentially, but I don't know where they derive from or if it's any different at all. But it's got a Metascore of 46%, and then on a totally different scale that they use uh, for the user scores, it is uh, 7.1%. Um, so it's got 506 positive reviews, 88 neg- mixed reviews, and 119 negative reviews. Just some little-ass numbers, man. Yeah, and on the meta side, it's got 12 positive reviews, 28 mixed, and 9 negatives. I don't know. It's weird. I just included it because it's the other one. Yeah, that's a weird... I don't like that. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into the spoiler-free synopsis, starting off with... D- AJ, would you like to read it? 
Alright, so our spoiler for Isabnosis reads as follows. Fueled by his restored faith in humanity, inspired by Superman's selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists his newfound ally, ally, Diana Prince, to face an even greater threat. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to recruit a team to stand against a newly awakened enemy. Despite the formation of an unprecedented league of heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, it may be too late to save the planet from an assault of catastrophic proportions. Boo doo doo. <laughs> so yeah, that pretty much covers it. Yeah. <clears throat> so then uh, we're going to get into the cast. Uh, obviously, we have Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne slash Batman, which, again, I think he nailed it. I oh, love, yeah, I love awesome Ben Affleck Batman. Henry Cavill as Clark Kent Superman. So, yes, spoilers, Superman is in the movie. Ezra Miller, who you've seen in Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beasts, as Barry Allen the Flash, although he never mentioned in the film. What? They never said the Flash in the film, did they? No. Hmm. They called him Barry every time. Interesting. Gal Gadot. That's how you say it, right? Gadot, yeah. As hey, Wonder Woman. If you have any chance, can I have a glass of water? Yeah, I'll be sure. Thank you. There's that water filter thing in the... Please and thank you. We got Ray Fisher as Cyborg, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I, I want to say something real quick about Ray Fisher. Um, this is a little more for the um, review later, but um, did you know that Ray Fisher actually has no experience in front of the camera besides this film? He was actually um, he was actually found through a friend of Snyder's that watched him play um, Muhammad Ali on Broadway or some short Broadway film or something like so that. This yeah, this is his first cinematic. This is his first his first thing, and I do gotta say, um, like I said, more in the review, but I do gotta say, Ray Fisher was actually pretty. Oh, awesome. I love he was amazing cyborg. He, like he he sold the part. Oh yeah, quite well. So uh, I'll get the water. So it's just me by myself, and I just got to say right now that this is... Oh, hi, Deej. What's up, man? What's up? All right, so you? where were we at? Ray Fisher? Yeah, he's um, he's just reading through the cast list, so we okay. stopped Okay, and then we got, so we got Jason Momoa uh, of Game of Thrones fame uh, for, for Aquaman, and he did really awesome. I loved him in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen him in anything else, so... you never seen uh, Conan, the rebooted Conan movie no. they did? No. Okay. He was on something else in Netflix too. I don't know what it was. Oh, um, um, the Frontier movie. Yeah, Frontier. That's what's called Frontier. Okay, yeah. I I watched Frontier. I was very <laughs> impressed with it. Yeah, that's good. So we got uh, Jeremy Irons, the great Jeremy Irons, Scar. Legend, legend, legend. Jeremy Irons, Scar from The Lion King. He is the great Alfred Pennyworth. I like him as Alfred. He's good. I mean, he's a, not a, my favorite Alfred. It's a different type. No, not of, mine either. It's a different type of Alfred. It, it, he kind of takes on the role of Alfred and uh, Lucius. Lucius Fox. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, good point. Lucius Pennyworth, Alfred <laughs> Fox, whatever you want to call him. The best of. Alfred I've ever seen is the one from Gotham. Uh, hands down, I, love I agree. Him. Right there, like he's the he's the incarnation of all the Alfreds in one. I he's think great. You know, he is. So, I think he's awesome. A lot of the characters that we've seen on Gotham are like that. That was the best live action Joker I've ever seen. Uh, Jerome, yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, even even if he's not the Joker, he's still like the best, like the like, best Joker esque character. Yeah, like, like yeah, like because you know you know that's the rumor, right? The rumor is that he's the guy that inspires the real Joker. Yeah, but we'll see. You know, but yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I like him. I like everybody on that show. And you know, that's another podcast that we need to do sometime. Oh, get for on sure. About Gotham. Hey, even Lynette will get in on that because she loves Gotham too. Yeah, Gotham is Gotham. It's, nails it. It's, it's, it's legit. That's the best superhero TV show, I think. I love Gotham. It's yeah. Good stuff. 
All right, so then we got J.K. Simmons. He was an awesome James Gordon. What do you think is better than that? Arrow. Well, all right, here's my thing with Arrow. Arrow is is fantastic, but there are there's a couple times where Arrow's been like, eh. Gotham, Dude, hasn't, four Gotham hasn't given me that yet. You know what I mean? Gotham hasn't given me that, eh. It's been awesome all the way through. Okay, I will. I do see that. But with me, with Arrow, like, I just love watching Arrow's stunt work. Oh, don't get me wrong. Arrow started. Oh, Arrow's stunt work Steven just, like, blows my mind. Oh, agreed. Like, they're... They're they're beastly. The entire sorry, four sorry, season dude. of Arrow could just go away, and I would be totally happy with that. that season sucked. <laughs> I hated it. It was so dumb. Uh, the, I'll, 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 there's I'll, no <laughs> character worse, in my opinion, than Damien Goddamn Dark. <laughs> we'll talk later. And we're about to see Damien Dark again. Ugh. Again. Wayne messages me, and he's like, "What's the worst thing you could possibly ever imagine happening in Legends?" And I'm like, "Oh God, Damien Dark." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's back. I hate it, dude. <laughs> Oh, it's so... He's I, like, where's my watch? I just don't even <laughs> want to watch that show because of that. Yeah, so stupid. Honestly, I think Legends is the weakest superhero show out there right now anyway. So oh, for sure. That's just me. And then Supergirl's close second. Yeah, very close second. Arrow, right, Arrow so, and Flash. I still like Flash. Flash is doing well this season. Like we said, J.K. Simmons, great James Gordon. Oh, yeah. Jim, James Gordon. He was oh, my God. great. He I, looked like the James Gordon out of Arkham. He needed he needed more. Awesome. He, he needed more oh, screen time. Oh, that, is, that is one I will complain about. Like I wanted to see more of him. Like His his hair and his glasses and just... Ugh. The mustache. Mannerisms. His mannerisms. Like he, So we got uh, Kieran Hines as Steppenwolf. Well, I like Steppenwolf. We'll get into that. The whole C- the whole CG argument of this uh, podcast will come soon enough. <laughs> and then we got Amy Adams as Lois Lane, Connie Nielsen as Queen Hippolyta, and Diane Lane as Martha Kent. Martha. So this, this next thing here is pretty interesting. Uh, Joe Morton and David Thewlis reprise their roles from their previous films as Silas Stone and or a scientist of Star Labs and Victor Stone's father and Ares, the son of Zeus, which I didn't even catch this in the movie. I didn't see Ares. Ares was from Wonder Woman. Yeah, I didn't see him in the movie. He might have been, I, he's I, probably just fighting in the I'm beginning. actually pretty sure I got a brief, very brief glimpse of him um, standing next to Zeus when they were um, fighting Steppenwolf. Because um, like, I saw the horns of his um, little helmet, but I right. wasn't sure if that was Ares or if that was some random right. like, person. There was so, a lot of people in that battlefield. Yeah, so, it, you know, I mean, if that was Ares, then that's cool because, um, you know, that's something that didn't even register when you're watching a film. But, like. I mean, that was also 5,000 years before. This this movie right, right. before the act before the Steppen was invaded during the Justice League that this was five thousand years before that so yeah so that could have very much well been before the whole conflict that um field Wonder Woman oh that was even before in. Wonder Woman for yeah, sure yeah well I mean like her um her the backstory right when Ares um you know before he went rogue or whatever the hell you want to call it uh Amber Heard and Billy Crudup portray the characters Mara and Henry Allen. Respectively, Robin Wright, William Dafoe, and Kersey Clemens were originally cast to portray Antiope, Nuitas Volko, and Iris West, only for their roles to be cut from the final film. I would have liked to see Iris West. She shows up in a deleted scene. Awesome. I got to show you that deleted scene. It's awesome. It's it, There's no audio to it, but it's the one with the window. Mm. It's cool. Uh, Julian Lewis-Jones portrays King Atlan, the king of Atlantis, while Michael Mick. Michael Hatton <laughs> appears to be a human bank robber who clashes with Wonder Woman early in the film. Mark McClure, who portrayed Jimmy Olsen in the Richard Donner Superman films, has a cameo as a police officer. Okay, so yeah, that must so have been the guy, guy that guy. Barrett was talking to. All right. All right. So we're just going to give our spoiler-free review and rating out of 10. I gave it a 9 because 
only for one there was only really one reason I didn't like this movie one thing that happened I guess I don't know if I'm going to include all the CGI some of the CGI problems I'd give it an 8.5 but so I'm in in between there 8.75 I guess <laughs> I'm the same I have uh, I also gave it a 9 um and I'm sure Lane, Lane and I pretty much landed on the same exact problem problems parentheses s if in the film um so we you know we very much have the same mindset as far as the way that this movie played out in the end so we both gave it a nine out of ten aj adam all right well i am going to give justice league probably an 8.1 out of 10 okay um and you know some people know that for me that's good but it's not great and that's pretty much how I um, feel about Justice League. Um, I see that we're going to get into the spoiler review here in a second, so I'll just um, give a very brief right. summary, like maybe like a minute summary of why I gave it such a low review. And um, the reason why is because like um, I, by all means, think that Batman vs. Superman is a superior film, um, and that's mainly the main one that this is being compared to. Um, now, the theatrical edition, no, I don't I don't suggest the theatrical edition to anybody else. Just talking to Deej about this a little bit. The theatrical edition of Batman vs. Superman, in my opinion, is a glorified trailer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the real the real film is in the Ultimate Edition. Yes, agreed. And so, like, if you stack the Ultimate Edition against Justice League, that's really no comparison because um, I feel like um, Justice League, like, while it's a fun film, like, don't get me wrong, like, you could ask my wife and you could ask my daughter and everyone else I was there with me. I was having a blast watching this film. It was such a great film but like um i feel like that um that it really got shafted with some of the character development i mean it gave you all you need to know for them to go into final battle which is great but i wanted to actually see more of atlantis i wanted to actually see barry like um how's barry's social life outside just going to visit his dad and then interact with these superheroes um what was what what why does um cyborg why is he so broken up over these memories he's playing with on that little computer between his hands? Like, why, 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 like a picture? Okay, pictures are great, but why is that picture significant to his, um, to him being upset? You know, so like that's that's what I'm saying. Just little things like that. Right. I think the movie could have benefited a lot more of that 50 minutes that was added on to there. So, um, you I mean, know, there's that in the <laughs> CGI, like you guys said. My, my only defense against that, like especially like from like the the filming perspective, is. They're coming out with the Aquaman movie. They're coming out with the Flash movie. So they didn't really need to get into their backstories as much because we're going to see it soon enough. So that was probably, you know, from their perspective, that's what they're thinking. They're like, we don't need to waste time telling about Flash, how his social life is, because we're about to see that next year. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I can understand that. Like, like yeah, and no, I, I see where you're coming from with that because I did, I did take that into consideration. But still, like, I, just, I don't know. I just felt like there should have been more of a reason for these guys to want to team up with the justice league rather than just barry just wanted to just because he had nothing else to do yeah because he because he needs friends but like you know <laughs> besides the fact that like you know oh someone's coming in they're going to destroy the world okay I'll, I'll do it that'd be good enough for me like yeah. if you told me that i i could help stop the world from ending i'd be like i guess i have to like what else what other choice do i have like I, right you know like you know i i understand i'm just like i don't know i'm, I'm i guess i'm weird but um no you're not weird i understand I just, i'm just trying to defend the defend the uh the filmers, the whatever the hell you want to call them, the, the networks, the, yeah, the, the studio, yeah. That's like guaranteed. That's what they're thinking. If, if we didn't have a Flash and Aquaman movie coming out, they probably would have gone a little bit more into detail on both characters. Now we have a Cyborg movie coming, supposedly. That's like yeah, 2019 been, or some shit. It's like, been like 
It's been confirmed and it's been not confirmed. It's been Cyborg, then it's been Teen Titans. So like that would be dope. It's been, but listen, if they do Flashpoint and they do it right, then they'll all return for that movie also. Like, like if it's if it's made even close to the style that the animated film was made, right? They were all in the beginning of it, and then uh, you know what I mean. Superman, I'm sorry, um, Aquaman and Wonder Woman will be the villains of the movie. You know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. And Cyborg will play a role in the movie, like yeah. where he, where he did that. So they've said before, like that that Cyborg was going to show up as a uh, buddy movie with the Flash. It was going to be the Flash and Cyborg or at hmm. one point. But the Flash movie itself is like a total fucking mess as far as like director and who's doing what and blah blah blah. The only thing they have at this point is a loose script and a director. Hmm. Or I'm sorry, not a director. A uh, yeah, dire- no producer, just a director. Hmm. All right. And a writer, but yeah. So either way, they're gonna we're gonna see other shit for, about these characters. So, but I guess now we're gonna get into our full spoiler synopsis and discussion. Okay, so here it is. This is the last time. If you haven't seen this movie and you don't want to know anything about it, we're literally going to tell you the whole entire thing. So the whole thing. Yeah. Oh. So leave now, forever. Hold your peace. I mean, he, he's not playing either. Like we're gonna like yeah. <laughs> And um, any of the previous movies, for that matter. Like, if you haven't seen any of the DCU movies, which, you know, I don't understand how you can't, and you're watching their talkalypse, but... Right. Um, yeah, so... But, all right, here we go. Thousands of years ago, Steppenwolf and his army of parademons attempt to conquer and remake Earth through the combined energies of the Mother Boxes, which I believe these are the Boom Tubes. Yeah. These are the same... They didn't ever say right. Boom Tube in the movie, but if you've ever watched a Justice League animated films or anything they're they're boom tubes and that's they did a good job at making because cyborg is does made out of a boom tube or something so that that was a good way that they put that in there Uh, they are foiled by a unified army that included the olympian gods the amazons the the olympian gods the amazons atlanteans ancient humans and green lanterns we saw one green lantern but uh, after repelling Steppenwolf's army, the mother boxes are separated and hidden in locations around the world. So there's like the box of the sea, I guess. There was the box, the other box that the Amazons took, and then there was the box of man, which the old king of some sort buried it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. But yeah, that's the. So we got we got about this scene though. Like we, this was a dope ass little battle scene. Yes, we, we see Zeus throwing some shit. lightning. Was awesome. Now, now you see, like that, like that's kind of what I was talking about too. I would have loved to see more of this scene. Like I thought that scene could have been uh, like ten minutes long. And I oh yeah, that. hell yeah! To see more that green, the little bit we saw of that Green Lantern was fucking awesome. It looks so good. His oh, his, his ring like flying around, like looking for yeah. the new like, successor. Yeah, that like hammer come out when he was like boom, and he hammered those people. Oh, it looks so cool. Yeah, it was really fucking cool. I love that. I'm I'm really like that. Even just that little snippet. Like yes, I I could have used ten more minutes of that scene, but even that little snippet of Green Lantern has me thoroughly excited to see Green Lantern finally come into the DCU right. or whatever we're calling it. You know. Like, <clears throat> so here's my thing. I know people think that this this Green Lantern's death and that ring goes to Hal Jordan. But one thing we we got to remember is that this battle happened five thousand years ago. Yeah, that ring would have found a successor, but by probably then. went to Abensor. Yeah, the, the, there was no the... way that this is the ring that Hal Jordan gets at this moment. He might get it after the next guy, or whatever. But it's this is not it's not going straight to him. It's not flying around for five thousand years. I'm sorry, that's just not the way. At the at the, <laughs> at the very least, at the very least, it's teasing us that um Hal Jordan is coming, or yeah. that like you know there's some worthy. I still rather see coming. Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner is my favorite. Green Lantern. You think so? Oh yes, I love Kyle Rayner. 
I like, I like Guy Gardner. The reason I like Kyle Rayner so much is because it, it was like it, he wasn't chosen like everybody else. He was it wasn't he wasn't chosen at all. He just was the the first person that this specific Owen saw needed help from. You're Kyle. I need you. They were in a bar in an alley. Gave him the ring. Now he's a fucking Green Lantern. He had a, he was forced into the position, but he became one of the best in my opinion because he's an he's an artist. Yeah, and that makes it even better. Yeah, because he can do. He, he's a, he's an artist, and he can. Wait, whatever. I don't know what the hell that was. Right, right. Good stuff. All and right. he became freaking parallax. Yeah, I didn't know that. Let me get started with that, dude. Parallax. That shit is crazy. <laughs> All right. So in the present, the death of Superman <coughs> triggers the mother boxes to activate, resulting in Steppenwolf's return to Earth in an effort to regain favor with his master, Darkseid. Steppenwolf manages to retrieve the mother box from Themyscira. All right, so this scene is interesting. Um, it's like well, pretty much how the movie starts out. I want to no, the movie starts out with Batman. Yeah, now, that shit is dope. This I scene is not mentioned scene. in here, but we're going to talk about this. The very first scene of the movie, it was the guy was robbing the, the and he came out of the building, <laughs> and he like and he like looks over, and then Batman just sitting there looking at him. And the guy's like, I thought he, he like drops his bag and turns around. I was like, he's just leaving. Like this guy's, like, I would leave too. I'm like, fuck this. But of course, this guy turns around and tries to fucking shoot Batman. When are you gonna learn? Like, when are people gonna learn? You ain't gonna. It's not gonna happen. You you, you can't hurt Batman by yourself. No, absolutely not. Dude, he, I would have shit myself if I turned around and saw that. He just like looks up. Oh. Like Batman just like squatting <laughs> on this thing. I'm like, yeah, oh just my look God. at him. Like, what's up? <laughs> like, this is one of the most Batman scenes we've ever seen in a movie. I think. Like, I, flying I think, around the water tower and then fucking beating this guy's ass. I, I think it was a very. It felt like a very Batman scene. Yeah. Like, you know, that's the most Batman. Like, I'm. I'm even going to say. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for it, but I'm going to say this is probably the most Batman scene I felt even before the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, this felt like it was ripped right out of the comics with him. Oh yeah, sitting there squatting as you said, just staring at the guy flying around the water tower and then when you realize that like yes he is out to stop that guy in his crimes but really he has an other motive for why he's doing it which um that's know, very batman like, yeah yeah like he's he's just like that just that just goes to show his intelligence his, he's a strategist you know like he he plans for all this stuff and then when he finally caught the parademon you know the the net inside the yeah that was crazy it, like kicked him back and he's like boom and then he goes boosh that was that was awesome <laughs> great scene great scene <laughs> Yeah, he's like, uh, he, the way he had him hanging off the edge, he's like, please, please. <laughs> he's like, I'm trying to lure it out with fear. Why, why are you doing this? Fear. <laughs> they feed off it. And when he said that, I was just kind of like, okay, like, why would he say something like that? Then it showed the parody, and I was, I was like, like, ah! That was makes like, sense. Like, Batman's a G. Like, well, if you noticed before that, he looked at his, like, little thing on his and he was tracking and it had some. a red dot so right. it was well yeah i saw the red dot but i guess i didn't think it was a parademon you know yeah. you know, kind but, of thought like yeah they wasted no time they got right into the the parademon so i'm fine with that they, yeah. it was a great introduction to the movie batman i we, love it he we, is such we already a knew batman. we we already knew who batman was yeah. like so we, we didn't really need an introduction besides that he's tracking the parademon so yeah, like exactly. whatever you know like that was an like you said great way to start and i think that uh like i said i've said it before from bbs and i said it Especially from that fight scene where in that in BVS in that room against all those guys that you know that Batman the warehouse scene, scene. <sighs> that it was very because you ever play the Arkham games oh yeah yeah well that is very Arkham like did you did you see the video on YouTube where someone put the Arkham um, no, effects and stuff to that scene no it's, oh what I gotta see that'd be that awesome. it literally like yeah I'll, I'll, I'll that is dope quick. but like, yeah that is something but like I said they, that is the kind of because Batman gets hit sometimes oh yeah he doesn't, he doesn't always dodge punches. 
which is like in this, you know, in that fight scene, he gets hit to the ground, but he fucks straight up from the ground, and then he gets he, up, and then he, he got stabbed in the arm. Like yeah. in my opinion, when he got stabbed in the arm, that was the that was another really Batman scene because, yeah. like, you know, like it's like you said, Batman's not invincible. Like, he, and he knows it. He just fights through it, and he's you know he still prevails. Like uh, he he got up and still messed him up. <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> But yeah, so that first scene is like he takes the, the the parademon. I don't know if he was trying to keep it for a hostage or whatever, but it explodes. It self destructs and yeah. leaves that little Dude, smiley face thing on the wall. That due to whatever whatever the noise was that was coming from the building. I won't I won't play the actual video, but look at the thumbnail right there. Yeah, well, we can watch it afterwards. That's so cool, dude! I can't wait to see that. Oh man, yeah, we're gonna watch that soon. Soon enough. Yeah, well, yeah. So I didn't want to skip that. I didn't want to skip that first scene because I don't know why it's not in this. Yeah, but weird. that scene is very important. Mm-hmm. And that's when it goes. Oh man. And and you know another thing about that scene that you might want to mention too is um how he just left that criminal after he re- yeah, after he, he saw the parademon because he he realizes that the parademon is the bigger threat at the moment. So like he's just like you're just a petty criminal. I'll catch you eventually. You right. know I got something bigger to worry about right now. So I thought right. that was very like Batman like too. Like he picks his battles. Yeah. But no. So the very the, before I even before we even get further, I don't want to. And you've seen this twice, Steve, So you should be able to remember. Yeah, what yeah. Happens. The the, uh, the scene that I was telling you guys about it's like an interesting little Easter egg. There are people. You know, remember when they were filming Superman? Like the, it opens up. There's those two kids filming Superman for their yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. or whatever. There, first of all, the mustache in that scene was awful. Um, oh, that that was the only scene that I saw that looked bad. I was yeah. like, man, his lip looks weird. But so there are people that are out there that believe that the kid interviewing him was Billy Batson. Hmm. Is that so? Yeah. Interesting. Because Billy Batson has like a history with like uh, um, like radio. And things like that, and they're like, "Well, what what better way to take him into the modern age than what's popular right now? Podcasts." Podcasts. Interesting, Billy Batson interviewing young little Billy Batson, and I was like, "That's brilliant." Oh wait, here I'll tell you what it says. Possibly some of his information, or possibly some of his inspiration behind becoming. Never mind, I can't see what it says. Something going wrong with the with the pod with the live. What did they say? I don't know. I can't see it. It says it right on the right over there. Just says nope, mine too. I can't watch anymore. Unfortunately, it keeps buffering. It's hard. Oh, that's weird. Well, that wouldn't be anything from our side. Why theirs is buffering? Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So that's Billy Batson. That's crazy. That for you guys that don't know who Billy Batson is, based off his name, that is who Shazam is, or Captain Marvel becomes Shazam. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty. I thought that was. I read that and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "That's crazy." Hmm. Nice little. Uh, it fits perfectly because he's a Easter kid. Egg. And they are. They did say they're fast tracking a Shazam movie, so it would make sense. Yeah. I've heard recently that the 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 Black Adam's going to cameo in Suicide Squad two. That would be awesome. That would be very awesome. I saw that it was going to be like Black Adam versus the Suicide Squad, but I'm sorry, but Black Adam would absolutely destroy all of them. Oh, no doubt. Like they that, would not stand down. a chance. There's not a single one of those guys that I think would survive that. No, my not, God. not at all. If if the, if they're to do Black Adam versus any team, he would definitely do better against the Justice League than oh for sure. Squad. I mean, there's a there's an animated movie when it is Superman and Shazam versus Black Adam. That that movie's awesome. I don't know if you've seen. I it, I, 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 I didn't watch that one. Oh, so good. I saw that it was only 45 seconds long. That was one of those things where like I don't want to watch a 45 second show. No, there's an entire movie, an f- animated movie of Shazam, 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 Black Adam, and Superman all fight together, okay. or them two versus him. Like, it was good. It's awesome. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out after I get out of here. 
So, uh, who wants your your next DJ? Want to read that? Uh, in the present, uh, the death of Superman triggers the mother boxes to activate, resulting in Steppenwolf's return to Earth in an effort to regain favor with his master, Darkseid. Steppenwolf manages to retrieve the mother box from Themyscira, prompting Queen Hippolyta to warn her daughter, Diana Prince, of of Steppenwolf's return. That scene, this whole scene was awesome. Yeah, the fight, the fight scene on Themyscira. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really really good. I yeah. love the I love the arrow in the box. Yeah, yeah, dude. When she like falls off the horse and fi- fires that arrow, and that yeah. bitch catches, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I just looked at yeah, dude. Even Amber was just like, "Wow!" I just I looked at my wife, and I'm just like, "Dude, the Amazons are so badass." Hell yeah, they like, are. They are great. I love that whole scene. Was all like when he first arrives, and I mean, I will admit there there are times where Steppenwolf looked really good, and then there are other times where he didn't look so good. Like it's like, man, he is very noticeably CGI. But he there were certain like, times like, where it was amazing in the final battle. Yeah. So I, it was back and forth. Like if you're gonna, I don't understand how you can't have consistency with your CGI. Like make it amazing the whole way through. Three hundred million dollars, and you couldn't make you couldn't have better CGI than that, right? You know what I mean? That, regardless, that fight, that axe is crazy, dude. He just fucking he he jumps like the Hulk. Yeah, you know, and maybe even better. Nuts. I don't know. So let's see. Uh, Diana Jones, or wait, Queen Apollo to warn her daughter of seven was returned. Yeah, so they done. do that by shooting an arrow to a. Ancient fire, yeah, something they, or they other. Lit this like palace thing, not palace. They did, like the Roman Colosseum looking things, like with the the columns and pillars. I don't know. What so before we get too far ahead again, let's talk about this other scene that that Lane. I know Lane really loved. I loved it too. One Roman's entrance to this movie was dope. Oh yeah, it was when she awesome. fucks up them, whatever those guys were doing, the bomb guys. Their motive was very unclear. I, but I really liked. The during that scene where the guy's like trying to kill the hostages and Wonder Woman's just blocking yeah, she's every like shot, like, through and blocking them all, like on, on her knees, like just freaking just on her knees, just like <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Like, she like tosses that suitcase out the out the roof and explodes. I was like, that is dope. I love it. I when she like first comes in, she like bats the door off of there and he like shoots at her <laughs> and then she like dodges it. Yeah, and it, while still staring at him, he's like, who are you? Yeah, that whole scene was crazy. A believer. Yeah. It was cool. All right, so now again, these are just humans. Like, if Wonder Woman punched a human that like that, he'd probably die realistically. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, but still, well, she, it, she literally. I mean, later in the movie, takes a headbutt right from Superman. Yeah. So like, <laughs> there's no way that it's that just way. like like in Luke Cage. You know, like they do a good job at, at his strength because he has to like hit people like that. Yeah, and then they get knocked out. So Wonder Woman's quite stronger than Luke Cage. So oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. Diana joins Bruce Wayne in an attempt to unite the, with uh, the other metahumans with um, Wayne going after Arthur Curry. See, I don't like them end. all being called metahumans. That's a big... Yeah, it's weird. Because the know. only metahuman in this is Flash. They're All of them are either born this way. Cyborg, I wouldn't consider a metahuman because he's a cyborg. He, you know, this is all mechanic. He's more of a failed experiment, I would yeah. say. Yeah, a metahuman is somebody that had a metagene that was activated. That is what a metahuman is. Superman's not a metahuman. Green Green Arrow, Green Lantern, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Flash, Flash is the only one. None of the other ones are metahumans. I, I know we're not talking about the comics here, but did you read the comic just recently that um, Amanda Waller like does technically um, classify Batman as a metahuman? Yeah, now? just but like, I was just like, how I still don't see how that's possible. Like, no, he wasn't even. Uh, I don't know. He does. He might have a metagene, you know, but he's just. Batman's badass due to sheer hard work, right? And, that's what I'm saying. In conditioning, you know what I mean. Him being a metahuman, he would just wake up as badass as he is. But no, he worked really fucking hard getting trained by some of the best on the planet, 
you know, training himself to sleep for two hours a night and still have the energy to kick ass every day. Like, you know what I mean? That was training. Like, right. Yeah. And I, and I, and I don't argue the fact when people say that there's a possibility that all of his training could have activated a gene in him, but like, I highly doubt it. Yeah. Like, he's just that good by himself. Right. So you know. they just want to give a reason as to why Batman is so awesome. It can't, <laughs> just, it can't just be that he is that badass. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, I keep losing my place here. Oh, yeah. So with Wayne going after Arthur Curry and Barry Allen, while Diana tries to locate Victor Stone, the two of them fail to persuade Curry and Stone, but manage to recruit Allen on the team with relative ease. Um, this scene is awesome. We just we noticed while we were watching the movie that Barry Allen is watching Rick and Morty in the background of his yeah. uh, of his little lair or whatever you want to call it. It was all it was so I was like, he's watching Rick and Morty. And more specifically, it was the episode where uh, Rick and what's the fuck Heather Summer Summer they were got they got really buffed to beat up that demon that was running that shop. Yeah, which is funny because they're kind of having a they have to team together to beat up Steppenwolf, who you could argue is a demon of some nice. Sort. That's a that's a nice little connection. I never even thought about that. You know, and I, I actually think the bet, my favorite part during the recruiting process was Diana and Victor Stone because there's really something, like, connecting. Like, they're both outcasts in their own right. And, um, yeah. you know, Wonder Woman's been there. Like, she's she's been the outcast of society. Um, and, you know, that's how Victor Stone feels right now is that he, he's an outcast. He's a freak, you know. So to have her be the one to go talk to him I thought was awesome. And I just really love the line where, um, where she was trying to look him up on the computer and he's just like, um, how should I know if I could trust you? And she's just like, um, uh, she says, if I was going to attack you, I would have done it at the lake. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, like she knew was, he was there. I was just like, that's awesome. Because that just shows how, aware. that just shows Wonder Woman's proudness, you know, that like she's There's aware. There's no way Batman didn't know either. Batman knows it all. There's no way he would have not known that he was there either. Oh, well, yeah. Cyborg was in his computers, you right. know, so like, yeah. And then, and, and, and like, so let's talk about each of the, the, the introductions, each of these characters. We'll start with Cyborg. Which you've seen in BVS, Cyborg was created by his father because he was in a wreck and he lost a lot of his body parts. And he was dead. You know, he was all all rights dead. But he combined him with enough tech with the use of powering from the boom tube or the mother box, you want to call it, that he, he is a, he like adapts. Like, he remember, he was like his... He's relatively new. He's probably been this for like a month in this movie, maybe, if that. Like, I don't, they didn't really give a timeline, but there's he has not been Cyborg for very long. Because, like, he's, like, in his hoodie, and he, like, floats. He's, like, flying. He's, like, I couldn't do that last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, like, like we talked about a little bit before, Lane, with um, Ray Fisher being a um, oh, he was amazing. A, a theatrical actor that just got thrown into the camera for this. Um, yeah, like, his his entire demeanor during that scene was captivating. Um, you could just feel the pain in his voice. You could feel mm-hmm. the confusion through his face and his mannerisms. Um, and even that little scene, like you said, when he floated, he's like, I couldn't do that last night. Like, right. even that, like... The, like he he's a teen and he's scared. Like he's the, scared of what's happening. Yeah. Hell yeah, who wouldn't be? With him is whenever he, he's talking. He's like, how long? Because do the people at the lab know, you know what that uh, that I'm alive or whatever, and something something about how it leads into the conversation like, uh, you know, something about the monster. And he's just like, no, you know, they wouldn't think you're a monster. And he's like, it's funny that you think I was talking about me. Yes, yeah, that was, was like, that wow. was powerful. Like you're the monster, powerful. Dad. Like you know. that, that was very powerful. That was that dude. There's one. There, one of the most badass fucking lines I've heard in this entire movie comes later. That Steppenwolf says, "I think you'll know. You'll know exactly what it's fucking dope." And I'm like, right. hell yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. Well, but yeah, I just but then, I wanted to bring that up. So you can see, but yeah, like if you've ever seen like the te- the original Teen Titans cartoon, he, mm-hmm. Cyborg's very goofy and comedic. And I think we'll see that, but you got to people got to understand. If this, you're complaining about how he acted, tell me you as a teenager, 
getting in a car wreck and waking up as this fucking robot thing, you wouldn't be a little bit uncomfortable. Well, too. Like, well, not not even as a teenager, like just as a person anybody, right now, yeah. like because you know, even when he was standing there at the window and his dad thought he was mad or um, whatever, and he's just like, "I'm processing." Like you even tell that even in that, like he was scared about the things that he was seeing in his head. Like yeah. he has no control over all this crap that's going through his body. Yeah, you know, like that, that that's frightening. So he's like, gonna he's gonna act a little, you know, uh, aloof. And, aloof. and not, you know what I mean? He's not going to be as he is in the, in the show. But I think the next time we see Cyborg on screen, he's going to be more. Yeah, that. because cause now he's more at peace with his dad. He's more at peace with the league. He's more at peace with himself. So, yeah, yeah. I think. It, and he's badass. Like, you know, you know, after you learn about yourself and you're, he, that's awesome. He's dope. Like, his powers are crazy. <laughs> like, it's, it's the same, it's the same argument that people make for Superman from Man of Steel onto here. Like, you know, Superman just came to this planet. Like, he's not going to be all. Um, underwear on the outside of his costume, and oh, there's a cat in a tree here. Let me save it. Like, right. people, especially when people don't want him here. Like, you know, like it's just. I it, liked. I like this take on Superman, though. I, I, I oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, don't don't even get me started. I'll argue with anybody on that all day long. Like right. your your argument's invalid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but Cyborg, yes, Cyborg, Cyborg's scene was probably my favorite out of the whole recruiting yeah. scene. And then we got Aquaman, which we've seen most of that in the trailer. The Aquaman part where he goes to that—I don't maybe remember what little freaking town it was. I don't know. Something didn't even say. Way up north. Well, like anyway, it was a place that no boats could get to, and he's like, oh, and Batman had heard of people, guy bringing in fish during these impossible times, so he had to have, but he like knew his name and everything too. Like it's weird that he knew that that was Aquaman. That yeah. you were the Aquaman or whatever. And like, see, this this goes back to a little bit of what I was saying. That I wish there was more. Like you know, we're we're probably gonna get a more explanation to this further down the road, like you said. But, like, how did Batman know that that was Arthur Curry? Like, how did he know where to locate him besides Lex's notes? Right. Like, you know, like... I... Lex knew a lot of his <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. Lex's notes. I love that. Well, well, it's true. Like, you <laughs> no, know... No, like, I know. It's and, funny. And even furthermore, how did Lex know about all this stuff? Like, just... Well, yeah, Lex had the information on Flash, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg before Batman did. Like, that's where he saw those videos, because Lex had it. Right. But that's Lex. Lex is uh, arguably the smartest person in DC Universe. People, yeah. you know, he's up there, top three. At I least. did, I did think I read somewhere that Lex is number one, and um, Bruce is number two, and uh, Curtis Holt, or not Curtis Holt, Michael Holt, the real Mister Terrific. Like, don't get me started on that. But right. um, the real Mister Terrific is number three, or from or the real Prometheus. One. See, but that, that that that's arguable though, because then you got Brainiac. You know, Brainiac would be. You know, you could argue that he's the smartest. And there's an animated film where Brainiac and Lex Luthor actually fused together into being one being, and they were crazy. Oh, I bet. Like he beat up the entire Justice League, but it took the Flash exceeding his limits to defeat that that guy. Even Superman couldn't beat this guy, hmm. you know. But anyway, but yeah. So uh, then we're gonna get in the Flash's intro, which we pretty much seen all of that too in yeah. the trailer. He shows up at his house. He's like, you know, I'm, you know, you're Barry Allen. He's like, I'm not exactly sure what your powers are. He's like, but uh, so then he throws his battering and he goes, you're you're really fast. He goes, that sounds like an oversimplification. Like, it's like you know what I mean? And it's funny because it's true. He's not just fast. He's there's there's not really a word to explain it. <laughs> I I love that I I love that little scene where he throws the battering and like Flash is just watching it and looks back at him and then looks to the battering ding like that. Can I keep that, this? That's crazy. No, I love when he's like that. His suit. Go, go ahead. I was gonna say just no. Say it about the suit. It happens after because he's like uh so your suit. This is your uh, superhero suit. He goes well. That's just the project I'm working on. He goes. This is made out of space shuttle equipment. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like this is this is not just something. This is. 
meant for heat resistance and shit. And he goes, well, I like... I, well, he, he couldn't, he couldn't he goes, fucking... I do ice skating. I'm, I'm oh, really yeah, it's very competitive I'm a, ice skating. I, I, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, That's, I forgot all about... I could not remember that. What I love he was how nonchalant about. he is this whole time during it, too. Just like, he, he's kind of telling Bruce, like, um, you know, you're not getting anything out of me. You know, it took... He pushed Bruce to the point where Bruce had to prove that he was Batman and he was something more than just a suit, you right. know? And that goes back to some of Barry's um, investigative work, you know? Right. Like, if this Barry. guy's... If this guy's gonna put me on the spot i'm gonna put you on the spot dude one of the funniest things ever like when he's just like he's like yeah i need friends people are just like real slow he goes i just don't he goes what is brunch like you wait in line for three hours to eat lunch like (laughs) because i don't get it so it's 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 very you get you get you get a little cameo to that way later we'll talk about that but no my favorite scene of that is the very first scene because like bruce is just sitting there and then like he turns on the light and he's like hey i'm bruce wayne he goes you say that like it's supposed to justify where there's a stranger sitting in my room on my second favorite chair <laughs> why is that gotta be a second favorite chair what's his first i know i don't want to <laughs> and then so whenever they're leaving and he's he you get a little bit of information about the flash you know what i mean he's like he's like yeah it's like a i forget how he describes it but he's like i call it the speed force right and he's like and he's like eating pizza and he's like i just have to eat all the time See, well, that's proven later that he doesn't really have to eat all the time like that. Yeah. But anyway, but and then we see the scene where he's like, so what is your superpower? Like, I'm rich. Yeah. Don't forget the years of hardcore training you went through. It's not just that you're rich. Like people always, that's always people say like, oh, he's rich and he has equipment. I, no, I, he also fucking trained in every martial arts on the goddamn planet. Like, I, I think I think that was more or less some kind of the director and Ben Affleck's way of kind of like telling the fanboys like kind of making fun of him, you know? Like, yeah. You see the look oh, on his yeah, face sure. too. Like he's being. It's like if you're gonna simplify anybody like that, it's Tony Stark. Yeah, he's yeah. just him because he's rich. Yeah. Anybody could use an Iron Man suit. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly. yeah, that's yeah, look, proven look like by Rhodey. Yeah, war, 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 war machine. Yeah, war machine. War, 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 war machine. Or, or, or Piper. Or yeah. Yeah. She, she got into one and she Pepper was, Potts. Yeah, she was freaking. Just yeah, using so it. he's only him because he's rich, and but he's also, I mean, smart too. Like, if I was that rich, I couldn't make an Iron Man suit. You know what I mean? He, he is capable of doing that already. Yeah, that's true. I will, I will give him props for going to that convenience store and building a blaster out of like nothing. Yeah. Know, so that, that yeah. was cool, but. But then we see, so, and then we got Cyborg's intro. Wonder Woman, we've already seen. We talked about that. Batman's intro was awesome. Aquaman. Uh, we don't even, well, I don't even want to get to Superman's intro. No, we'll be talking about that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that intro was probably the best superhero intro ever. That was the best scene I've ever seen. That was best scene, worst resurrection. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved the scene, but I didn't like how he was, re- but we'll get, we'll get to that. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm at. Who's so reading next? With Wayne going after Arthur Curry and Barry Allen while Deanna tries to locate Victor Stone. That's when we started talking about all the characters. Okay. Uh, I still they managed to recruit. Stone later joins a group after his father Silas is kidnapped along with several other Star Labs employees. Like uh, Steppenwolf and his people and his parademons tracked the fact that Silas, uh, Cyborg's dad, was using the mother box or the boom tube. And so, you know, they, they, everybody from that from that lab was taken not just him i guess so even the fucking janitor <laughs> oh that, inter- that, that i lady. love that lady on the tv because i will bring you i'll fucking probe your asses like <laughs> <laughs> and if you look even after that when they were talking and it wasn't really on there you could see her mouth blurring still constantly over yeah. and over and over. <laughs> he's <laughs> going off <laughs> bring them the fuck here and i'll probe their assholes or something i, I think that's what she said that's how i took it but but yeah, that scene was that was hilarious. Now, I, I I will say with the whole mother box thing with um, Steppenwolf, 
like that I wish they would have kept the footage for this. Um, it actually explains why he refers to them as the, his mother, you know, because the essence of his mother is trapped in those boxes, mm. you know. So there is a couple character scenes where he's actually talking to her as his and, mother. Yeah. yeah, and he's getting like the he's getting the orders to go throughout the film and everything like that. So like that. So I I thought that was interesting, you know, when I read that and I was like, oh, I wish they would have kept that. There's one thing they did leave out of the movie that I like when he's like, there's no Kryptonians and there are no Green Lanterns, so this Earth is mine kind of thing you know that scene from the trailer we didn't get that in the film i i i actually think i heard the dialogue to that like later like no he said something he said something about he said something about kryptonian he said he he said the kryptonian's not here anymore but he didn't say that line from the trailer no no not not that exact line but but he did mention the kryptonian he didn't say anything about green lanterns though are you sure yes like he says it a couple times like every time like when when right after this scene whenever they're when they're down in the thing and Wonder Woman starts fighting. He goes, Amazon! You know what I mean? And he does the same thing at the final battle when Superman shows up. He's like, Kryptonian! Like, <laughs> you know, he just calls him out. Like, it's weird. See, he knew, see, he knew too, that the, if the if Superman was there, he'd kick his ass because he said, because uh, he's like, now that the Kryptonian, that, that's why the mother box is activated because there wasn't somebody to prevent him. Because Superman, right. Superman would have, if Superman was there from the beginning, it would not have happened. And the world was in fear, yeah. It would not have happened. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And so that's, that's a, a lot of people have a big problem with the fact that Superman beat up Steppenwolf so easily in this movie. Well, that that that's what Superman is. Yeah. Like that's the that like Superman it's like we said a million times. Like Superman's death's the reason why he was able right. to do it, you know? Yeah. And Lex Luthor even said that at the end of BVS, you know, like the the bell's been rang, like he's coming, you know, so See, and that's the thing. Like people are like, Oh, he shouldn't have been able to beat him so easily but what you don't understand is Superman goes hand goes fist to fist with Dark Side on a regular basis. And Darkseid is leagues stronger than Steppenwolf. So yeah. it's not a leap of the imagination to think that Superman destroys Steppenwolf. Like Dar- Darkseid is the equivalent to DC that um, Thanos is to the MCU. And, you mm. know, everybody has to team up to take on Thanos. But then here's freaking Superman just blowing, going punch for punch with him. So yeah. like, I mean, yeah. there's even this one instance where Superman just completely destroys Darkseid. Like, in that, in that famous scene where he's like, I... You know, I always go so easy. He's like, I can't. Everything's like around me is like paper. He goes, but here's a rare opportunity where I can let loose. And then he like fucking punches Darkseid so fucking hard. Oh my god, I love that. That, that, that like that scene from um <laughs> Batman Bell. Superman Apocalypse. Did you ever watch that animated uh, movie I think where so. um Supergirl came to Earth and then um Darkseid did something to hurt her. I forget what he did, but he hurt her pretty bad. And Superman loses and his mind. Superman just lost it on him. Like he, he's. He's like punching Darkseid so fast that Darkseid's face is just like paper, and he's shooting him with the lasers right. at the same time. Like I was like, dude. But Darkseid's a badass. So yeah. So anyway, long story short, Superman would beat Steppenwolf that easily. That's just the way it is. Accept it. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Wayne would have. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steppenwolf. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, then we get so after the. Aquaman was not about to join the team. Flash has joined the team immediately. Cyborg is kind of still wary, but, you know, he heard some words. His dad got kidnapped, so he decided, yes, I'll join the team. I need to save my dad, obviously, no matter how mad at him I am. And then uh, we get to then we get to Aquaman again. Back this, I love this underwater scene. This underwater scene was very well done. Like, it looked good. Oh, it, yeah, dude. The, all these scenes were great. Yeah, they looked amazing. I, like I said, I would love to spend more time in Atlantis. I mean, even just like another minute. Like, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. That was cool. Well, I can't I mean, wait for Aquaman. Reason, there's a reason it's not. Like, James Wan said, like, he wants everybody to see Atlantis for the first time 
like in his movie because he's worked very hard to make it like right. such a beautiful thing. So we didn't really even actually see Atlantis. We no, just we saw just saw their spot. little one. Yeah, their little one little room. And another could... another thing is that like that being such an ancient room that because people people have problems. They're like, oh, I hope that because like remember what Mira did. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she like made like a air bubble so they could talk into it they're like yeah. oh, I hope the Aquaman movie's not all like that the entire goddamn time and I'm like it probably won't be like that's an ancient part of Atlantis where they had the mother box stored like right. when they go back to the city it's probably the whole city's probably shrouded in something like that where they could talk under under you know what I mean it's probably it's not going to be like that right so it's there's a reason that they did it that way and it's not it's interesting but anyway this fight scene was dope fucking he he Steppenwolf just teleports down into Atlantis. into the, this location where the mother box is and proceeds to beat the piss out of them just as much, just as easily as he did all the Amazon Amazons, pretty much. I, I, I do gotta say, like, Aquaman coming into this scene and getting that hit in on Steppenwolf, yes. like, that, that that was badass. Like, Hell was, yeah, it was I, badass. He, he, he came in there like the king, you know? Right. Like, we're like, what you doing here, fool? You know, like, that was, that was awesome. Because people don't understand, man, that Aquaman... Out of water, Aquaman can go fist to fist with Wonder Woman, and, which is and, a fist, which is a feat in itself. Mm-hmm. He he can relatively go blow for blow for Superman, but if Superman tries above water, Aquaman loses ultimately. Just like Wonder Woman, you know, they're still both strong, but Superman's just that much stronger. Mm-hmm. But underwater, you know, if you put Superman versus Aquaman underwater, no that's contest. an even fight. That's more even. Like Aquaman still might be, but he's faster underwater. You know, that's been said. Right, right, right. And, you know, that's just his life. Like Superman's still Superman. Like I, I do think that would be a very interesting fight. But if I oh, really yeah. had to put my money down, I would say Aquaman would beast him in the water. Oh yeah, it'd be a, a completely different experience for Superman. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, he shows up there, and then you know, fucking Mira takes an awfully big hit. <laughs> yeah, she does. You know, she she took a hit, and she survived. That some of these Amazonians were getting killed by getting. You know what I mean? They were dying. But then we get that awesome scene, you know, Aquaman comes in, and he hits him, and then uh, Steppenwolf, like, throws his axe. I don't know, I think Aquaman could have been a little bit more badass under that water, but he didn't get killed either, so. I, I think part of the reason why Aquaman didn't unleash on him like he could have was because he saw the hit that Mira took. Yeah. So maybe he was a tad bit distracted, but yeah, like there's... and he didn't have his weapons and shit. he didn't have his right. trident at that time right. either. So yeah, there, but there's definitely no denying that like Aquaman could have definitely put up quite the fight. Oh, for sure, Aqu- Aquaman, very hard to beat in the water, very hard to beat. And then uh, so and then we get to, I love the scene. She makes the bubble and they talk and she goes, you know, your mother, blah blah blah. She sacrificed. She goes, he goes, I didn't. My mother, this. He's an orphan. Typical orphan story. He didn't like his mom because she left him or whatever. And so Aquaman has been kind of a rogue from the from the way I'm understanding it. He hasn't really even been in Atlantis. Like, he's yeah, been he, he's been he's thing. been running around on his own. Yeah, exploring 75 percent of the world. That's why they call him the richest man in the DCU because he, you know, he it, he owns the ocean, and that is the biggest part of the planet. So. Right. But then he uh, they're talking and he says, "She goes, hey, you know, your mother would have been the one to step up. Now it's your turn." He goes, "Oh, but I just need one thing." I was Bro, like, oh yeah. yeah, that trident's coming, baby. I can't wait. <laughs> but. Yeah, like I like that. I, I was a tad bit, just a tad bit, let down with Aquaman throughout the film, like you know, because I thought he was actually going to use the water to help help fight um the parademons and stuff. But you know, he he still had some awesome action scenes. Don't get me wrong. Like, at the oh end, yeah, like, oh yeah. Like he like with him going through the air, like that was really like, him and Cyborg together. And she was yeah, dope. like I was like, whoa, awesome. But I would have liked him to like you know seen him like summon a shark or yeah. a whale or something like that. They might not even been by any ocean in that wherever they were. They're in Russia, I think. 
some yeah, but I mean they're still. I mean like wherever they were, there it was it was like an old nuclear power plant. Of course that would happen. Wait, wait. Okay, never mind. We do not want what you're selling. <laughs> Some they used to like ask if you wanted to keep continuing. But oh. yeah, so then we get so we tax Atlantis. To, uh, the team receives intel from Commissioner James Gordon that the Parademons are traveling underground, and conclude that Steppenwolf's army is based on the abandoned facility. Now, Gordon didn't really say they were underground. They kind of all came to that conclusion together up there on the... I think Cyborg hunt them down, didn't he? Yeah, he's like, oh, they're here or whatever. Because like, he, like, this is... Yeah, he said something about they're not all above ground. And he's like, well, what's under there? And they're like, well, the fucking sewage line or whatever the hell that was. It was huge under that ground. But uh, that scene where they're all in the thing and uh, James Gordon turns around and turns <laughs> back and they're all gone and Flash is standing there. He's like, holy shit, they really do leave, don't they? <laughs> That's, That's rude. rude. <laughs> His powers look so fucking dope, dude, when he leaves. Oh, when he runs? The yeah. li- that lightning that he puts off is awesome. So cool. He just, like, disappears. Like, teleports. It's fucking dope. And uh, conclude that Sebel's army is based in the abandoned facility. Although the group manages to rescue the kidnapped employees, the facility is flooded during combat. So... Let's talk about this scene. Is like uh, Steppenwolf and them have all the employees from Star Labs, including Cyborg's dad and that janitor. And he's like, I have a family and kids. Like, why does everybody keep telling me that? Like, he doesn't care at all. He just kills you. You know, and then uh, Cyborg's dad's like, I ain't telling you anything. He goes, finally, somebody with balls. Like, that's not <laughs> what he said, but that's the way I took it. And, and then the Flash is like, I, don't, I can't do this. He goes, I've never actually been in battle before. He goes, I, I you know, he's like, I just run, push people and run. He goes, and save one person. Just save one. And he goes, what What then? He goes, you'll know what to do. He obviously ended up saving all of them, which is what Flash does. You know, boom, 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 boom. I think, I think Flash's scene where he's running on the wall and he taps Wonder Woman's Ding. sword back to her was, like, one of the best scenes in the oh, entire yeah. movie. It was awesome. Like, I was having so much fun just watching because, like, everything in that room and in that setting just slows down or and or stops. She's and like, it looked great, too. Like yeah, That's what I'm saying because, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It looked... It looked fantastic because even in some of them, in some of those shots, even if Flash wasn't directly next to them, you still saw the lightning from his speed force, right. like just and it just it just lit up the whole scene. It was just beautiful to look at. Like I uh, I had fun with that scene. I do wish we would have seen Flash doing some more battling, but I understand he's still relatively new at being the Flash. So what he did was enough. But I still would have liked to see him kick some a little bit of Parademon ass. He did on the on the bridge. He's like, boom, boom, boom. right, 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 right. That was, oh my god, that was dope. <laughs> I fucking forgot about that. I would love to see him. I would love to see him do that. But then, like, maybe for that one Parademon, it'll slow down to actually show him like punching him. And with the way that this Flash and Barry was, you can see him with that big smile on his face. It's like, yeah. <laughs> either either that or utter fear. That's the only two facial expressions we would have seen. <laughs> like, like I hate bugs. Kind of punch him like. Oh. I hate yeah. bugs and tall people. And then Batman later is like, man, he really is tall. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> awesome. And I got to say, Batman has some amazing reflexes because Flash was running at his speeds and like fell and Batman caught him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like that is amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With the, he like shot the grappling yeah. gun. Like to, like, to be able to even perceive that. that. Each time I saw it, I saw that happen and I was like, damn. Yeah. So they're fighting. Uh, Steppenwolf shows up. They start fighting with him and then the water bursts. Because they they're like above the below the ocean or whatever the the Gotham the Bay. No, you gotta Gotham tell. Harbor. So during that scene, the that's when Cyborg flies down into the into the Nightcrawler yeah. or whatever, 
and he like takes over the thing. He's like, he's like, all right, Alfred, I'll take it from here. Do and, I like, know flips you? Flips the thing over and shoots them fucking missiles at Steppenwolf, and he knocks one away and catches the other one. He was primitive. Primitive beings and fucking lets it go, and they're just like, "Oh shit, what are we under right now?" And they're in like, Gotham Harbor, and they're like, "Fuck." Then this was where we that this was awesome. Like, because Aquaman just swims in and he goes, oh, "Boom!" Fucking wall of whatever. Yeah, I don't even know water. what you. Yeah, it was it was dope. It was cool. He held it off as long as possible. He got them out of there. And then what was it? Did Cyborg left. Yeah, he just like flew <laughs> out of there, and he was like, "Did he just bail?" <laughs> yeah, he just <laughs> fucking left. I don't wonder why though. He like saw something. He looked. He looked unnerved. No, he knew something about the mother box was taken. Oh, he knew, he knew that they were going after the mother box in Star Labs, so he went and grabbed it. Mm. And you see, that would have been one of those instances where I would have liked to have seen what he saw in the mother box that made him bail on them. Like right. That. You know, because I'm sure, I'm sure with all the feed that he's getting in his head, he saw something. Right. You know, so like, and um, like, did he did he go back for the lead to get them out of that hole? Like, you know, like, yeah. well, Batman probably climbed it in the driver's yeah, seat. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That is funny. Flash's reaction was funny, though. Like, did he just bail on us? <laughs> so then uh, they all take off. Step one takes off. And then uh, all the group managers that rescue the kidnapped employees, the facility is flooded during combat, which traps the team until Curry helps delay the flood so they can escape. Stone retrieves the last mother box, which he had hidden, for the group to analyze. Wayne decides to use the mother box to resurrect Superman, not only to help him fight Steppenwolf's army, but to able to restore hope in humanity. Prince and Curry are hesitant about the idea, which, yeah, I would be too, you know. <laughs> but Wayne forms a secret contingency plan in case Superman returns as a nemesis. It's funny because I bet everybody's thinking, oh, he has a bunch of kryptonite or he has a kryptonite this, kryptonite that. But the big guns were not quite that. No. Now, here, here, here's where my biggest problem lies in this movie is I understand, and we've talked about continuity before, but I understand why sometimes it has to be off. But this is not the way Superman was resurrected. I... Completely and a hundred percent agree. Because oh, Superman, should I, should I hold this? Yeah, Superman. If if you don't know, in the battle with Darkseid, Superman's death. Superman doesn't actually die. He goes into a form of stasis, a sleep, or whatever you want to call it, a kind coma. Like hibernation. Yeah, a, a comatose hibernation stasis thing where he is just rebuilding his life. So Superman doesn't really die, but in the in the comic books, Lex Luthor takes Superman's body out of the grave and tries to clone him. And then the robot from, I can't remember his name at the moment, but the robot that lives at the Fortress of Solitude rescues the real Superman, takes him back to the Fortress, and suits him with that famous black suit that you see that absorbs more solar radiation faster and leads to a faster healing process. And he has a long hair, so Superman never died. But in this movie, they resurrected him with a boom tube. So to me, I don't know, there might be a comic book iteration out there where that happens, but... No, no, I see. The... see they, they could have solved everything had they went with the. First of all, they. I feel like they were that 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 the being resurrected via the mother box was a was an afterthought. Right. Because at the end of Batman v Superman, the dirt lifts dirt. off the grave. Yeah, so he was, was already alive. So why did they have? Right, and then they could have solved. They could have solved so many issues by just being like, okay, let's go with the black suit. It would have been just as long of a scene. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it didn't have to be that. And they wouldn't have had to fucking Photoshop out his goddamn mustache. It would have solved so many fucking issues. Yeah, they could have kept his facial hair. They could have... Like, what the fuck? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, now, now here's here's my thing with it. Um, There was an iteration of the Superman Doomsday fight where Superman actually healed while he was in the grave because his um his coffin was um outlined with um uh, some sort of material that absorbed the sun, and he was buried under a bunch of sunflowers. So, like... 
he got his power back and he came out, he like shot up out of the grave to fight Doomsday and finish him off. Like he saw the black suit and everything like that because right. his, his suit lost color or so to speak. Um, so like, to be honest with you, that's more of what I was expecting. That's more of what I wanted to see. Like I was expecting something like, like the league would be fighting Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf would be beasting on and them. And Superman and shows then up. Out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. Out of nowhere. There's a black suited Superman. Just like, you know, beasting on them. Or you some, know? Something just flies through the ceiling and this craters the ground and you just look and it's black suit superman like that that was that was what i wanted yeah but you know don't get me wrong they did this scene is probably the best scene i've ever seen in a superhero oh the the following scene was absolutely fantastic but just his general resurrection like it was stupid when when they were talking about bringing him back and using the mother box i was like i was a little like yeah i looked at dj immediately i'm like this is gonna be stupid if they resurrect i I was hoping they were gonna open the coffin and he wasn't gonna be in it right oh yeah that that and then he would have been you know and then they could have gone with the storyline that he was at the fortress and Lex still could have kidnapped him because Lex wasn't even... What, Lex I mean, got out of prison at some yeah, point. at some point. So they still could have done it. Like, as Deej said, it would have taken the same amount of time. They probably didn't want to fuck around with the black suit, the long hair, and all you know all that shit. I understand, but... Now, I will say this about that resurrection scene. I think the thing they got right that was actually interesting was the rift it caused between Batman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Like, Aquaman kind of sat it out, more or less. He voiced his opinion and sat it out. But, yo, when Batman was digging into Wonder Woman's history and she was getting hype about it... Like, she, like, I, pushes him and he goes, oh! That was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, when they were, like, talking in... Yeah, and then, like... And then there's like a scene later on where uh, uh, where Cyborg was like, he's like, I ran the numbers while you were being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hell yeah. And like Barry's like, he's like, you realize if she kills you, we're siding with her. Like, it's, you know, it's put me in the dick. It was funny. All right. Before we talk about this awesome bat- Superman scene, though, I will get uh, when they first get to the bat cave. And he's like, it's like a cave for bats. <laughs> and then like, he's like running in everything. I love that scene, man. He's like sitting in the, in the, in the, in the fucking Batmobile. Then he's sitting up here and he's fucking, oh, it was so Yeah, cool. it was really cool. He's so excited to be the Flash. Like, You'd be a part of this team, and it's just great to see. But I, I, I do love how Batman, like, even after Wonder Woman hit him, like you yeah. said, and you could tell it hurt. Oh, yeah. He, he, he just kept going because he's Batman. Like, he, he's not – I thought that was awesome because it shows that he's not afraid of anybody. And it you worked know? out. Yeah. Usually, when Batman thinks of something, it usually works works out. Now, this scene – now, now, other than the fact that I don't like that that's how he was resurrected, it was still – it was cool. You know, the way Flash had to touch, give it the energy right as it hit the water. That was awesome. Was awesome. You know, the whole scene was good. The, 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 the cinematography was amazing. But then he, and then when it, and when it, when it resurrects Superman, it's like a boom. It was like a, a Dragon Ball Z power up thing. It was yeah. awesome. Like his eyes open and he's just fucking gone out the, and then he flies the roof. Out. And then they show up to the, it's like, I think it was the Superman memorial that we see. Heroes in the Park. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's standing there and then they all show up. And they're all like kind of looking at him, and he like, it's like he recognizes them, but he uh, at the same time he doesn't. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. Really make much sense. Yeah, but I love. I'll tell you what I did love about the scene. I love how the tension was building. Oh yeah, you, you know, knew because, something was about to happen because yeah, because you saw Superman there, kind of looking at them like, okay, who are you guys? I don't think you're dangerous, but I still don't know who you are. And then Cyborg's over there, like you could tell Cyborg's trying to restrain yeah, something. Like he's he he's I can't struggling stop too. It. And then yeah, as soon as as soon as you saw Cyborg starting to hype up, and you see it, the camera closes up on Superman's fist clenching you're just like ooh, it's well, then, about like, to go down Aquaman really started it because he was getting really nervous and he's like you got to calm your heart rate down man he goes you, you know he's like i fucking can't this isn't like this isn't, Th- this yeah, isn't right like, and superman was like he was like uh x-ray visioning all of them yeah and then he's he, like he's scanning us right now and he's like, you gotta you gotta, you gotta slow down your rate. shit man like 
<laughs> I mean, I would be scared too. If and you need and and yeah, like I think yeah, you are right. Aquaman is the one that started all that, and I think that was like part of the reason why I was getting so excited because like you know, Aquaman was kind of how I would be in that situation. I'd just be looking at him he's like, like, yo, he's uh, not right. He's not right. Something's wrong. Yeah. Because you know, he looked angry. You know, yeah, angry then, Superman is not something you ever want to see. And then when Cyborg's suit fucking malfunctions or, 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 or does whatever you want to call it, it's hardly a malfunction. But like, I can't stop the, its defense. It's the, the I can't stop it, and then it fucking blasts Superman. Superman dodges it, obviously. Uh, then Wonder Woman lassos his arm or something, and he just really easily pulls her. Boom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that whole scene was just some of the most all, incredible. Dude, all three of them fly at him. Yeah, so like he's holding Wonder Woman here. He's holding the spear of Aquaman here, or whatever, and then Cyborg is like pushing with all of his might on his chest, and Superman's just standing there, <laughs> just holding them all like it was nothing. Like, oh, it was such a good scene. And then you get my favorite moment of the whole fucking movie. Flash. Yeah, Flash takes it upon himself to run around the back of Superman, and everything's frozen in time. And then all of a sudden, you just see like Superman's eyes just turn. <laughs> I was like, I told, I'm pretty sure I told you, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, he's gonna see them. I don't know if I said that to you out loud, but I knew he was going to... Well, I thought so, too. I was, I was like, like, why he... would they be highlighting this this scene yeah, he... if it wasn't going to happen like that? And you see his eyeballs turn, and he turns around. I was like, as soon as that happened, I grabbed DJ. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I was so fucking happy that this was happening. I'm like, he just, like, tosses the league <laughs> off in this, like, real extravagant way. And just, like, turns around, and you just see... It. I was like, wow, dude. What the fuck, man? It's so cool. Dude, I, I honestly thought that what Superman was going to do was I thought um, Flash was going to get behind him and right before he lands a hit, maybe Superman was going to block it with Wonder Woman or something. But like you guys said, as soon as his eye like goes to the corner and like sees him, I was like, oh! <laughs> and like, dude, so Barry's like face. <laughs> like, First he was horror. like, what? He's like, and then he was just me? like, oh, and fuck, and then, and then when he turned his head, he's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. That was... Like, I mean, you, imagine it from Barry's perspective. Like, he's never seen Nobody's anybody that. ever no. do that. So he's just completely fucking mind blown right now, and it's just fucking awesome. I love that. Yeah, and then like, I'm sorry. Like I, I said it, I said it today a hundred times probably, but that very first swing that Superman throws on Barry, if he, he would have died, yeah, Flash would have been dead because that punch was. We gotta also keep in mind that that whole scene was slowed down. <laughs> So Superman was punching with pretty much as almost as fast as light, or however as fast as Flash was moving, and Barry would have his head would have exploded. I think. Well, you got you got to <laughs> think of it this way too. Like freaking um, later on, when Wonder Woman is trying to stop him from killing Bruce Wayne, uh, he puts all of his um, well, not all of his might, but most of his might behind head button Wonder Woman, Boom, and yeah. he dented the concrete, and she's a god. So yeah, freaking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think Barry definitely, there would have been no more Barry Allen if yeah. he, that hit would have connected. That scene was cool. So, like, the whole scene. So he punches him, and then uh, Flash keeps dodging it, and then he punches again, and then he punches that, that memorial thing, shatters, and then like, he goes again, and then Flash kind of, like, puts his hands on him. But Superman kind of goes, ba-boo! Like, he, like, flexes himself out, and, like, Flash just flies off of him. Like, oh, it was so fucking cool. And then, so immediately after that happens, they come out of the Speed Force, everybody lands, and then fucking Batman shows up, and he's like, Clark! And that's when we get this fucking real intense moment. Well, before that. Oh, do you want to talk about the Wonder Woman part? I'm about to, yeah. Okay, like, right. we get this real intense moment where he, he, you know, he sees Batman, and then Wonder Woman steps in, and she's just like, please don't make me do this. And, and she goes... To do her little fucking yeah, wrist, click it. And then, and then he shows up fucking right there, like, Stop so it. fast. So, oh, my. That was so fucking cool. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Uh, and then uh, she headbutts him. No, he headbutts, or no, he headbutts her. her, and she takes it, she goes, and she headbutts ah. him right back, and he just goes, whoa! And then he fucking flies up just a slight bit and just, boom! Right into the fucking concrete, like AJ said. And it's just like, oh. 
Uh, like when you're seeing this movie in D box, you feel it all at the same time. Yeah. So you're just like, oh my god! Like <laughs> it's fucking crazy, and it's so cool to see. Now I, I will say that like the the Bruce Wayne part comes in a very close second, but I think his confrontation with Wonder Woman was my favorite because these are supposed to be the two most um, strongest characters on the league and stuff. And plus that Wonder Woman was kind of the one that I think like. Like, Bruce Wayne will do anything that he has to do to stop Superman, obviously. Right. Um, and then the other ones were rookies. They didn't really know how to handle him. So I think Wonder Woman was the only other hope there was to try to get him to slow down. And she didn't want to use Bruce's plan B because, for whatever reason, she thought it was dirty, which you guys will get to in a second. Right. But, you know, she wanted to take the higher road and just be like, hey, listen, let's just talk. You she know? just didn't want to resurrect him to begin with. Right. So, like, so the fact that she kind of had to force him a little bit and Superman still wasn't having it and that and that that just like and like you guys said the whole uh braces thing and then oh. he was just like there and grabbed her arms like I was like oh my word he's mad get no, away from this him is what, this is what we needed this is everything we want in Superman in mm-hmm. yep yep but it was I, I say he took it easy on Batman though because when he smacked him he barely hits him and he flies oh, yeah, into the car yeah, like he yeah. could have killed Batman in one hit too oh, that, he, he wasn't armored then either no he was not also, and then he had him by the jaw. Fantastic. All he had to do was just go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, his jaw would have gone. And then here we see the big guns that Batman keeps talking about. Deej. Lois Lane. Yeah. So you know, and then he said he like looks at him. He says, "You you don't let me live." He's like, "You won't let me die." He goes, "Let me see. Do you bleed?" Like he looks angry. I'm like, "Oh my god, I'd be pissing my pants even if I'm Batman at this point." I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I do." <laughs> As a matter of fact. Yeah, and I, I love that whole scene, too. Like, um, DJ, I'm sure we'll talk about the Lois Lane thing here in a little bit. But, like, I just love how that just shows um, Superman's superiority over all of them. Oh, yeah. You know, because going into Batman versus Superman, everybody was just like, well, here's how Batman can be Superman, blah, 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 and all this Realistically, stuff. Realistically, he cannot. But, but this scene just solidifies everything, that yes. nobody on that team can beat Superman. No. They, nobody. Not, even later, Aquaman says it. He goes, we got our asses handed to us. Like, and, they and he did. wasn't even trying. <laughs> no, absolutely not. He didn't. He could have used his heat vision. He, we... He did use heat vision on Cyborg, and Cyborg blocked it with that thing. Which I would, some people might say, "Oh, he, how would he block that?" So his, his heat vision's like the sun, but also Cyborg's powered by the boombox, alien tech, the boom yeah. tube. So you can't really say. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But as soon as he sees Lois, Lois gets out of the car. And he like chucks Batman, just like chucks him like a fucking rock. You hear you hear Batman in the background. Because I I can bleed. I'm ble- yeah, I can bleed pretty bad. <laughs> Whatever he says in that. Yeah, something's definitely bleeding. Yeah, that was but yeah, so then Lois shows up and then they just like fly. He just like flies to the Jay, Let's go. Let's leave. Let's leave. And now then... my only problem with that scene is that as soon as she gets out, there's like cops standing everywhere, and she's like Clark. It's like, what? yeah, what the fuck, bitch? What? <laughs> like, don't say his name, but oh yeah, dude, I didn't even realize that. They yeah, all, they, they were all saying that because I, because I looked right at Lynette at that point, and I'm like, there's like four cops standing right there, and yeah. she's like, Clark. Bitch. Well, Wonder Woman called him Kal El. Yeah. Well, Kal El's better than Clark. Well, I mean, yeah. Who so knows who like, Kal El is? I think I think because I'm pretty sure when Batman called him Clark too in that scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know I, I never even fucking. Oh thought. yeah. You know what? I didn't really. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's like all right, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 that would have been awesome. Vias <laughs> is like, all right, Bruce, Diana, move, and it's like right? Arthur. You know, like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, uh, uh, I don't. I think that was. I think that was just a writing error. I don't know, but. Well, no movies without sin. So. Right. But that scene was fu- one of the dopest scenes you'll ever see in a live-action movie, in my opinion. Fucking awesome scene. Yeah, so then they go back to the Kent farm, and that's pretty much the... It just kind of... 
it doesn't stop there immediately, but you know, there, there's like another scene later. We saw it in the beginning of the last trailer, and it was you know they're trying to be deceptive and make it seem like it was a dream and all that shit. And then you know Martha Kent shows up for this nice reunion, and yes, that made me tear up there. Yeah, as it, soon as it was Martha cool. was pulling up, I started to cry a little bit. Not her, gonna lie. Her, her facial expression when she sees her boy. Just oh man, see, I but broke so my heart. after th- this happens, after the the next scene's great. Like they all are start prepping. To go to <laughs> Russia, where they're where they're go, you know, they're, they're, there's a this lot of stuff they look, going cause, on. Well, because Cyborg has to, he like goes into this map mode or whatever to try to track down the boombox, which he was afraid to do. Yeah, yeah, and then there's there's and, like a moment where Barry's like, "I'm really hungry. Can you give me some food?" Blah blah blah. Like, is this a weird time to talk about my blood sugar? Yeah, and then <laughs> and so Bruce tells Barry to go to the pantry, find Alfred, and blah blah blah, and then um, then you get this weird moment where. Batman's like to Aquaman. He's like, "Hey, can you like put out like a, like a thing like a for for the fish, or whatever?" And he's like, "You do talk to fish, right?" And he's like, "It's it's more like in the water." I talk to the ocean. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't completely buying that scene. Like, I know that scene was played for comedic like value, but like I'm like Batman's not that stupid. No, like it's sonar. Like, what, can you use your sonar to find some fish? Like that's right. that's what Bruce Wayne would have said normally. So that's one of those joke scenes where you could feel that like. It was going for more of the Marvel approach, just for sake of comedy, right? And yeah. it didn't really work because us nerds that really know Bruce Wayne knows he's not that dumb. He wouldn't have asked a question like that, right? right. Yeah. So like it, it that kind of took me out of that moment. That's probably just briefly. Weed. Yeah, yeah. That was probably weed and reshoot. But uh, but I do like the scene between him and Diana that followed. Yeah, the one in the the one in the. Uh... Or he was like taking a suit off or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was like all bruised up and shit. He's like, oh, yeah. Shit. He's like really bruised. And she puts his arm back into place and stuff, and then she's like, it's pretty smart that you use Lois Lane. He's like, yeah, remember when you were talking about heart? Blah 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 blah. And you know, it, you don't think I listened? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's it, that's interesting, but it's the scene that happens after this that is that fucking brilliant. Scene? Is that the, the Aquaman scene? Yeah, when they when they're going, they they all get in the in the plane. <laughs> he's like, we're all gonna die. He goes. He goes, but I just want to say you're hot or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die as part of something special. And you know, because I just before yeah. we reveal what's actually going on, um, I just gotta say, I in hindsight, I love the expressions on the league's face when he's going. Because yeah, like, at first, at first when he's saying it, I'm like, oh, they legitly are like, oh, he's genuine. But then when Bruce and Diana are like looking at him, like, mm-hmm, well, then I'm it gonna... gets then it gets really weird because then he's like. Actually, you know what? I don't want to die. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he was getting very soft, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, uh, um. "And then, why do I got to be the revealer?" He... Go ahead. Uh, this this is my show. On, he's so. sitting on the lasso of truth, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's like glowing, and he takes it out. He's like, "Damn it!" And he's like, "Don't you repeat a thing that I said?" Or yeah, something. He says that to Barry, and Barry's just like, "I didn't hear anything past them. We're all going to die," yeah, <laughs> which is probably the truth. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, as you said, Dee, it was like, so funny that that whole scene was just great. I laughed out loud to that scene. It was fucking funny. But like I said, in, in hindsight, you know, like because Bruce is kind of hitting at him to like look at your feet, and Wonder Woman's just sitting there loving it the whole time. Just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think the hardest he laughs in the entire. movie movie was when barry lands on wonder woman and then oh and then yeah. stands back up real quick <laughs> like laying on her titties and then he's like <laughs> and she, she, she was like oh. and wonder Wonder Woman looks at him and he's just kind of like that didn't happen his laugh went on for like at least 35 seconds it was funny dude laughing. um but yeah so then this that's what that that, that scene is brilliant like i love and yeah. then then uh, Cyborg does his holograms or whatever to tell how... And he tracks it down to that city in Russia or whatever. Do you think your battery's dying again? But, 
Yeah, so, you know, that scene, then they... He's like, it's like, whatever, however many hours away, and Batman's like, we, we're not going to make it in time with my... This, this plane, and Cyborg's like, with me, it can. So Cyborg is able to make it go faster. You know, I, I watched a review, Lane, um, really quick while Deej is out. Um, I watched a review... Um, these are some guys that I really trust their review. Right, like, right. I'll usually listen to them. The Schmoes Know. I don't know if any of you know them. Um, go on YouTube, theschmoesknow.com or whatever. Um, they're some of my favorite reviewers because they're critics, but yet they're fans. Like, they talk to you like a fan when they're right. reviewing their movies. They know what they're talking They're not just a critic. It doesn't have any idea what they're right, talking right. about. Right, right. They're not biased. And, like, one is usually the more optimistic one, and the other one's the more hardcore one. Like, they're really great reviewers. I strongly suggest them. But um, the one brought up the point. Um, that Cyborg felt very kind of underused in this film, because um, like he just basically he's just basically there to hack into everything. Like um, right. he would have liked to see like this is just him personally. Like I don't particularly agree with this. I thought Cyborg served his purpose, but he said he would like to see Cyborg do a little more, you know, shooting of his cannon and a right. little more, more a little more battle combat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like Flash. Yeah. You know, like we would like to see a little more combat out of them. See, but what we got to understand though is Flash and Cyborg are both relatively new to their powers, and and they're kids. Yeah, and they're practically teenagers. You know, the other three, the other four, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman have been doing this for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So of course, Cyborg is. You know, Cyborg is his stu- his suit was still doing stuff without him wanting it to happen. So mm-hmm. he's growing. So of course, he's not going to have as much action scene because he can't really control himself. Same as Flash. Right. That's why I said I don't necessarily agree with what that reviewer said right. because, like, you know, like I I actually like that Cyborg's like we're just kind of skimming the surface of what he can actually do. But, you know. But see, but then, but even so, hidden underneath, we couldn't have they couldn't have achieved that without Cyborg. They couldn't have pulled those mother boxes apart. They couldn't have. And they, they wouldn't have been able to even track the mother boxes without Cyborg. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I thought Cyborg served his purpose. Oh and, yeah, he did know. what he needed to do. And it was awesome. And then, uh, so Clark's Clint's body is exhumed and placed in the incubation chambers of the Kryptonian. Blah blah blah. Uh, on the verge of killing him with the last mother box unguarded. So, yeah. And then at the scene where Batman, they're all fighting. Steppenwolf shows up and takes the mother box they just used to resurrect Superman. They're like, fuck. Steppenwolf yeah. just took that. <laughs> yeah, that's back. That's back when um, yeah. Superman just beat up the league. So yeah, we didn't mention that. So I wanted to say that. And uh, with Superman to aid them. Oh, uh, see, with, uh, without Superman to aid them, so like, so like, uh, that's what Aquaman says. He goes, "We just got our asses handed to us, and he's not even helping us." You know, Superman's not even here. So they fly off. The remaining five heroes travel to a village in Russia, where Steppenwolf plans to unite the boxes once again and reshape the world. The team fight their way through the parademons to reach Steppenwolf, although they are n- unable to distract him enough for Stone to separate the boxes. Uh, Superman arrived. All right, so before this, this is awesome. You know. Batman using his Batmobile in there was so cool. Like, the way he turns it around and, like, shoots that thing down and gets under it and, like, does, like, a reverse thing and then shoots him as he's driving in reverse. Like, I thought awesome. The, I thought the Batmobile scene was, like, right on par with the Batmobile scene from, um, uh, shoot. BBS. Batman versus Superman. Do, 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 do. Like, you feel every shot. Yeah, like, like that, that was, like, that, that thing, like, everyone says that, um, the Dark Knight trilogy's, um, Batmobile is the ultimate. I actually no like, way. um, I, I actually like this hate. one. Dude, something there are aspects about Ben Affleck's Batman that make me hate the Dark Knight trilogy. I wouldn't exactly say hate it, but yeah, he is like hate it like more like I don't because I didn't hate it when I first saw it. I thought it was really good, but now the more stuff I see coming out of this current DCU, the more I'm just like I didn't really like that that trilogy. That it makes me not like it more. His like, his fight style is one of them. Like his I, fight style, style, yeah, I just don't like stand the well, way Ben he Affleck has made me not really care for Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I don't really care for it anymore. Like I used to love it, but well, it was well, cool because it was the newest and it was the best looking, and it was just 
You know, that's why people liked it so much. He did look cool. Don't get me wrong. Now, but. I, w- I would love to do a podcast with you guys on this particular subject because I actually think there is more to say about it than, like, you know, what we particularly have time for. Right. But I, I, I do agree with you, Deej. I do think that the more I see Affleck's um, Batman, the more I could care less about the Dark Knight trilogy. But then in that in that vein, though, I view them both as different things. Like, I view the Dark Knight trilogy as its own self-contained world, like kind of like an alternate realm. Like, like a multiverse. Earth, yeah, Earth like, like 72A Batman. Yeah, like that's a whole different Batman. And then I view this as the main Batman that they're all like kind of basing them off of. So like, you know, if you if you view it like that, it's not that bad. But yeah, in a direct comparison, like, yeah, like Christian Bale's Batman, like Ben Affleck's Batman would destroy yeah. Christian Bale. Oh, like, for sure. Destroy him. <laughs> like, he'd be like, ah, where's the trigger? And freaking. Donde esta los drogas? Like, remember that video? <laughs> And freaking Ben Affleck's bail was just like, why just say the name? And <laughs> destroy him. Like, it'd be, it'd be oh, yeah. awesome. He's way more brutal of a fighter, and I like that brutalness. Yeah, and that's, that's one thing while we're getting into the final battle now that I will say that I was just a tad bit let down with is I don't think Batman was given a mu- much to do. Like, he, he had his Batmobile scene. But you see, but you got on, like, another thing with, yeah, Batman can, he's still capable, but they were fighting gods to a point. Parody. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. still, they're still stronger. You know he what did, I mean? He did like, everything he could. He did as well as he can. Like for being a he's regular the tactician, human, like he's to fight like, something like that, like a parademon, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I know, but I, I guess I don't know. I guess I'm still kind of riding off of that uh, whole. Uh, uh, because you know, I did thought that was awesome when they were in the sewer and it showed him getting his butt handed to him by parademons. Um, right. You know, so okay, I can see where you guys are coming with that, but like this dude stood stood against Superman. You know, well, he had a different suit at that point. Too. Right. Yeah. But like, just, it's just that general idea. Like he stood up against Superman and it doesn't get any worse than him. So right. like, you know, and like you guys said, he served his purpose. He caught flash when he was going to fall. Mm. He was sitting there shooting him, keeping him away from cyborg. But when he jumped into the hole, like I was just like, Ooh, it's on. Well, the first thing he did, something. the first thing he did that was the most helpful thing is that he went in there and he was just like, all right, you know, I'm going to fucking lure some of them out. Turns out he ended up luring all of them out. Even Aquaman, just like, well, he's fucking clearing the playing field for us. Because he used like, that uh, that siren sound yeah. that, that attracted them. He's like, because he says to Alfred, he's like, they're following me. He goes, oh shit, they're all following me. And then yeah. Aquaman, it's he looks <laughs> right over. He's like, they're clearing. He's clearing. Were you the planning field. to die too? Like, <laughs> and then he's just like, let's do it. Like, so we only have a couple minutes. He's like, let's let's use them. Like, and that's when they go in there and they start fucking shit up. Like. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. like I'm it not saying, sense. like, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that he didn't serve his purpose. Like, I think that is one thing that NC did well is everybody served their purpose. Everybody did what was what they were supposed to do with the plan, and they they kicked ass. But like, I'm just saying, I I just wanted to see him do some more, like the warehouse scene. Yeah, like I would have loved to see him do that to Parademons. You know, just like unleash himself on Parademons. Like that would have been cool, but. A little, you know? little harder than regular people, though. Well, yeah. you know, Maybe but, like four pair of demons. But... We'll see that soon enough. We'll see. We have to see more Batman beating up like 30 dudes at once. Like, it has to happen. Oh, man. But so that we get the scene, and then Cyborg begins to try to separate the mother boxes while uh, Batman, Fla- Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, and fucking Aquaman fight against Steppenwolf. Where yep. Aquaman and Wonder Woman do okay, but they ultimately end up, they just, they, he's too much for them both even, which is crazy. That's strong. Yeah, and then there's a point where Superman finally he like shows up, like punches him. No, like he no. Batman sends Flash. He goes rescue those people. You know, there's people there that need rescued, and Flash runs after them. And then, then I believe Superman shows up, mm-hmm. and then he like hits Steppenwolf once or something, and he like fucking kaboom. He's like, I'm well, giving justice. Well, like, <laughs> Superman shows up after Steppenwolf rips off Cyborg's leg. Yeah, yeah, which is another great point. Batman was down there helping Cyborg, putting him back together, like while everybody else was fighting. So it's yeah. like. 
You know what I mean? Good fucking thing. Batman well, Batman knew he could not fight. He can't fight Steppenwolf. Right, exactly. Happen. Absolutely not. You know what I would really love to see, though? Um, did you get? I don't know if you guys watched. You know, yeah, you guys said you didn't see Superman, Batman, Apocalypse. Well, in that, he puts on some... Uh, I can't remember if it was Amazonian armor or um, some of the armor from the Parademons, but he actually does go and try to attempt to fight Darkseid. But oh um, yeah, there's there's times in the animated ones where he'll Darkseid will even be like, "Man, you are freaking persistent. <laughs> yeah, you are like, a human. For a human, you are like he you're will not dirty. give up. He won't give up. But um, he he beats Darkseid off of a strategy. Like he forces Darkseid into a position where he, he either has to pick suicide or letting the humans live. And you know, Dark Side is like, "Wow, you're dirty." I would, I would love to see that in the future DC. Oh yeah, see more, more of his intelligent side. You know, we've seen his ass kicking side. I want to see more of his his forethought, his forethought. You know, that intelligent part of Batman. I want to see more of. But it's funny when because like so, super, he's like, there's, he's like, uh, super Superman gets there and he's like, "There's people," and Batman's like, "Oh, it flashes on it." He goes, "There's too many," and so like he catches up. He's like slow poke, and he's like, "All right, you take this away, I'll take that away." And, Flash like takes that truck and runs really fast with it, and then like he like ha ah, did a good job, and then like he sees Superman carrying an entire building. <laughs> that was the greatest. That was awesome. <laughs> that was so funny. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I gotta ask you guys. Um, how did you guys feel about um Stephen Wolf's defeat? Like just like how he actually. I'm not talking about the Parademons. I'm talking about between the league, like the killing blows. Like how do you guys feel about that? Oh, was all, dude, like Super, Superman was too much for him. He's, he was beating. He's like, oh, this guy's still bothering you, and he like comes and punches him again. I love the scene where he blows his cold breath on his axe. Yeah, dude, Wonder that, that, that that's the Wonder first Wonder time we've yeah. seen ice breath from Superman. Yep. And, and then the and then she shatters it with her sword, which it was so cool. That whole scene. Was oh, I awesome. forgot to mention my that that line. Oh, let's hear it. Right, right. Whenever he shows up in the uh, when they're fighting Seven for the first time. And he and he's just like, oh, Amazon, and she shows up and she says something to him. She's like, child, my axe is still slick with the blood of your sisters. I was like, whoa, fuck, man, like, what a fucking cryptic thing to say. And she gets pissed, and then they, yeah, that was, like, that was down in the sewers. Like, yeah, I just thought I completely forgot. I love that line. I, I do. I did think that was kind of a ruthless thing to say. Oh, There's dude. another one too when he just like, oh, so you have the blood of the old gods in you, huh? He's like, those gods died. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, what a cocky fucker. Well, these are like, like the new gods, dude. Apocalypse. I love. I love the new gods. Like that shit's awesome. I can't wait to see more of it. But so we see. So ultimately, they don't. They they. <sighs> Superman would have killed Steppenwolf realistically, but he got ended up. He got scared, and the Parademon sensed his fear, and then that's and then they took him over. I also love that Aquaman got to deliver that line. You're just like, you smell that? And he's like, oh. Yep. <laughs> See, that uh, I thought Darkseid was going to show up right there, though. Me too, dude. I, I, when I really that portal did. came down, I thought that my ideal scene would have been Darkseid would have showed up, like looked around with little care at all, and then just like grabbed Steppenwolf and then just fucking left. I think that would have been an awesome. That now been there is a deleted awesome. scene that they did say. I read this um, just this morning in preparing for this podcast. Right. Um, there was a scene originally where it showed um, uh, Stephen Wolf and the Parademons landed on um, Apocalypse, and you just kind of hear this thumping, like this walk, mm. and you see his silhouette, and all the Parademons look up like, "Oh shit!" and just right. like fly <laughs> off, and Stephen and Stephen cool Wolf just and I'm like. I'm sorry, and then you just hear, and then the scene ends. Like I think that would have been an awesome way to tease yeah. Darkseid's. I've heard many, many different uh, rumors about what the what these post credit scenes were going to be. One of them was that there were that they were going to be back in Silestone's apartment, and there was going to be like a, a, a detective or somebody there, and that it was going to turn into Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. 
Then there was another one where you were gonna where you were supposed to see uh, two Green Lanterns. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, that like actually see them and speak to them and and things like that. And I was like, well, who the fuck knows what it was? Oh, no, I'm pretty satisfied with the two we got though. Like, yeah, yeah, they they weren't they weren't bad. I yeah. would have loved to have seen a Dark Side one. You know, I wanted that. Yeah, something at least like anything even like the first appearance of Thanos in that cutscene you know it was very minimal but it was perfect yeah. just showing just showing his face yeah, like, they, they probably didn't want to do that for that same reason yeah they didn't want it to be a lot like that but still they could have put dark they said dark side you know Steppenwolf said dark side's name so I'm happy with that yeah Honestly, like that scene that I read about, that I just told you guys about, I yeah. think that would have been oh, it would have been fantastic. Like, don't don't even show him. Just like give the inclination that Steppenwolf is around him, and kind of that kind of shows what happens to Steppenwolf too. Like the parademons just took him away. Okay, now what's going to happen next? You know, like I'm sure we'll get that. Mm-hmm. We'll get an explanation. But I just thought that would have been like a fitting way to end him and set up Darkseid. You know? Oh, for sure. Now, now based off what we see, now they all like. There's a scene where they like. Uh, he's like, he's like, I, I don't know if we're gonna be able to survive the thing. He's like, oh, well, I want to live, and like he pulls the mother boxes apart and it explodes, and like Cyborg and Superman are like laying on the ground, and they're like laughing. He goes, oh no, I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> they were fucking cracking up, dude. It was funny. Yeah, I love it. I, I do like. His I do suit like it. looks so blue and red and yellow. Oh, it was so very colorful. Vibrant. Like I loved it. I I do like what they do with Superman now. Like you know, I do like the more realistic Superman that we got in Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This is a nice return to form. I thought for mm-hmm. the Superman that everybody's been saying, oh, you know, we need to see him. He needs to come back. This is our Superman that I grew up with. You know, I mean, he's still not quite there yet, but he's closer. He's a lot. Closer everybody, than everybody he was. wants to see Henry Cavill become the big blue Boy Scout. That's what they want, mm-hmm. and that's. Ultimately, where you know, Man of Steel wasn't that. You know what I mean. Neither was BVS. But that's why, because that's these are the origins. Mm-hmm. This is this is effectively the last. This is the trilogy, the end of the trilogy of Zack Snyder's Man Superman. of Steel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I mean, people that that's some people are pissed off about. Like, they're like, oh, so not you know, it's not an effective ending. I was like, I thought it was pretty fucking good. Like, I thought it was a pretty solid end to where you know, because now Superman can continue onward and become the big blue Boy Scout. Like he, because he is powerful. Like. He doesn't have to. Everybody's like, "Well, what about the fucking the shit in BVS?" I'm like, "What the 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 um the Flash showing up in the Bruce Wayne's dream?" Like, I was like, "That's all alluding to injustice." Like, that's right. all that is. An armored Flash shows up and it's just like, "Fear him! It's Lois is the key. I'm too soon." Blah 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 blah. All that shit. That is all injustice. Like, right? You know, what I mean, I don't. Maybe they'll get that far. I don't know. That would be fucking crazy if they showed injustice. And then you got the fucking dark side shit. Like. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that does, it doesn't really make much sense. Like, you got the Nightmare Batman who sees Darkseid, Darkseid the Omega symbol in the ground, and then you got the same Nightmare Batman who's who's fighting against Superman, who's like, "You took her from me. It's all your fault." Blah blah. blah. That's injustice. I'm sorry. Like, that's what that fucking is. So it doesn't it doesn't make any sense where Justice League Two is gonna go. Well, because it's very it, it's very much injustice because Lois being the key. Because what happens in injustice is Joker kills Lois. Mm-hmm. And his unborn child, mm-hmm. and fucking that, Superman loses his fucking mind. You know what I mean? Like so I that's... feel like that's not something that's smart for them to do right now. No, like, they have now ways. that Superman just came back and Superman's good, like they need to give him a chance to become this. That you know, like I keep saying, the big blue Boy Scout that everybody wants to see this happy Superman protecting. Now this brings uh, me. This is why I specifically waited till right now when you brought up that news article. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill's contracted to do one more one Man more, of Steel yeah. film. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I hope he does more. You know what I mean? So Man of Steel two needs to happen, and it needs to be it needs to be a bright shining Superman. 
You know what I mean? Happy to be doing what he's doing, but still fucking badass. Like I now, I think that how it would be cool is if they did Man of Steel two before Justice League two, and maybe oh, yeah. Justice League could delve a little bit into the Injustice League uh, storyline or the Injustice storyline. Um, but like like you guys said, we need to have even if a, it was like an end stinger, if like the right. last thing is like Henry's or I'm sorry, Superman's baby being born, and like the Joker shows up and fucks everything up, and then that's what's to come later, like. The next movie will be Injustice storyline. Like, like you mean, like cool. you mean at the end of the Superman movie? No, no, no. At the end of the next, ju- one of them. You well, know what I mean? Well, the next Justice League movie, based off the based off the end credit scene we saw with Lex, is going to have to revolve around the Legion of Doom. I would, I would love to see that. Yeah. I would and love I to see that. But like at the end of that movie, we'll see a Dark Side. I had a movie. thought earlier too when you were talking about Dark Side. You know, what if Dark Side shows up? Like you said, like Dark Side should be no match for Superman. And I wouldn't say that. Well, I mean, you said they go fist, you know, punch for punch. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not going to be like a super crazy task, like for the Avengers versus Thanos per se. You know what I mean? So like, what well, if the, they're they're all that doing that, and the Legion of Doom is also fucking with them at the same time? I mean, if they combine the Legion of Doom and the Dark Side storyline into the same movie, then uh, see, hell yeah, that sounds badass, but it also sounds like too much. I was just going to say that's too busy. Like, I think they need to separate them. You know, I, I what I would like to see done. Um, I would like to see um, the Legion of Doom take them on in Justice League 2. And then after Justice League 2, leading into Justice League 3, um, potentially, um, when they take on Darkseid, maybe take some of the Legion of Doom um, to um, join forces with them to um, kind of take down Darkseid. Because if you guys uh, know... He's a bigger threat. Yeah, yeah, Slade's on to Justice League for a little bit. He helps the system. Like, for mm-hmm. very, very brief time. Right, like there's a storyline out there, yeah. Yeah, there is a storyline out there with it. So I think that would be something that they can go for Justice League 3. So, but like Delane said, I think I'm bringing Darkseid and Justice of, and uh, Legion of Doom into the next one on top of, like, potentially introducing more Justice League characters. Because we got Green Lantern coming. Green Lantern? Yeah, but not for three years. Yeah, that's true. It's not um, coming until 2020, so yeah, we've got the, a bunch of stuff. Suicide Squad 2 is next. Wonder Woman 2 is still coming out. Um... Man of Steel 2 eventually, Steel Shazam 2. movie coming. Yeah, well, Shazam for sure. Uh, all of this stuff is coming before we get, like, Just League 2 hasn't even been announced. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's been, and then Flashpoint. Flash, a lot of shit can change with yeah. Flashpoint. Oh, yeah, for sure. When that, when he comes back out of Flashpoint, they're effectively going to be in the, in a new timeline. like. And supposedly the established timeline that's going to continue then. You know, yeah, which a lot of stuff could change. I mean, right. the next the next fucking villain for Justice League could not even fucking be the Legion of Doom. It could be Godspeed, like you know what I mean? Some crazy shit, like, um, yeah, I don't think they would have had an end credit scene of the, about the, them starting the Legion without them being part of the next movie. Like, there's no way. Well, yeah, I mean, they might not. They're probably not wasting time. But if we see like Bizarro, they could we can everything. see Cheetah. You know, fucking Gorilla Grodd. You know, Lex. Yeah, all, all those people would be now, crazy. Now we we got to remember too that between now and Justice League two, we are going to get Wonder Woman two that can introduce Cheetah. Yeah. We're going to get um, Dark Side or not Dark Side. What's his name? Deathstroke. He's getting his film. Um, we don't know if that's going to be before Justice League two or. Oh wait, or, they announced a standalone with him. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, that's what I mean. That's so right. we're getting that, and then we're we're potentially supposedly getting the Batman before then too, so that can introduce more villains. A Suicide Squad two, which there's more villains. Well, yeah, but all these movies now are getting fast tracked over top of other ones. Mm-hmm. Like Suicide Squad two wasn't coming out right away, but now it is. Now it's it's being fast tracked to come out first. Right. A Gotham City Sirens. No, no. that movie's canceled. Now that is movie it? is called Joker and Harley Quinn. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. But all right, let's finish this up here real quick, and then we will talk more. Like, uh, in the aftermath of the battle, Wayne and Diana agree on the decision to rebuild Wayne Manor as a base of operations for the team. He goes, "We can have a big round table here and stuff." Like, I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" The fucking Hall of Justice. The Hall of Justice. Yes, like, it's gonna be I, awesome. I can't wait to see that. And then she says, "With room for more." Yeah, with additional space for more heroes in the future, which opens up so many opportunities. Yes. So now Prince steps back into the public spotlight as a hero. Alan manages to acquire a job in Central City's police department. And this is, that's the scene we get where he's running really strange. That's turning into, like, memes everywhere. People are making fun of this all over the place. <laughs> uh, Stone continues to explore and enhance his abilities with his father in Star Labs. Uh, Curry returns to Atlantis, and Clark resumes his role as Superman. He, adults, he doesn't seem to take his role up as Clark Kent, though, because when Lois is at work at the end, Clark's not there. Right. So, uh... Oh, we, we, we forgot a little bit here, um... Clark getting his Clark getting the farm back. Yes, Bat Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I love this moment. Yeah, go ahead, it's all you. Oh, thank you. Um, um, well, yeah. So part of the one of the side arcs of the film is that um, Clark Farm is actually owned by the bank. It got repossessed. Um, so like at the end of the film, when Clark comes back, um, he gets the farm back, and um, how he gets it back is a uh, Bruce Wayne buys the bank that owns the farm. <laughs> so uh, he's like, "How'd you do?" He's like, "I bought the bank. Like like it was nothing." He's like, "Just just bought the bank, huh?" Like, he's, uh, he's like, "Is this really is this really impulsive problem I have?" He's like, "But I just love that moment between." Bruce and Clark because like you know these are the two most iconic superheroes now of friends. all time these are this these are the face of the DC universe comics um, animation whatever like it all comes back to the bromance between Bruce and Clark Batman and Superman right. so like to actually see them because like we got a little hint of it at the end of Batman versus Superman when they finally teamed up to beat Darkseid but to actually see it fully fleshed out they're not mad at each other they're not trying to kill each other there's no real threat they're just being them you know and even like you guys said clark's amazed at the fact that bruce just bought a bank like just because really like like yeah and bruce well, it was nothing for him right and bruce did it out of the kind of his heart like he he doesn't have no obligation to superman he just did it because he likes the dude so i thought that that end scene like that's in between them two was perfect oh it was beautiful perfect it was great way to now they're friends now like their rivalry is done. now they're they always have discrepancies with each other because it's just Batman. They just both think differently. Well, yeah, they're always but, going to disagree, but, but you know, I'm, I'm interested to see that play out over the next couple movies. You know, that's going to be great. So every, everybody seems happy for now. Uh, you know, we get now, now we get two credit scenes. Uh, we knew this before the movie started, so, you know, we, we DJ, like, told everybody in the theater. He's like, stay for the – there's two scenes, just so you know. There, there wasn't many people in there with us, actually. But uh, it was – so the first thing we get, we see the Flash just standing there, and, like, Superman's there. And I was like, oh, so uh, – you know, it's like, so if you win, uh, uh, what's it, uh, who said it? He's like, Batman said it, or Bruce said, if you win, or if I win, you have to take us all out for brunch. <laughs> that, that was, that was the, he goes, not cool. <laughs> I feel betrayed. He's like, and if I win, can I tell everybody? And Superman's like, sure. <laughs> and then they uh, do that, the very tell famous. What? Oh, tell everybody how you win. Yeah. So do that very famous Superman versus Flash race. And it, it was just cool. Like, I love that scene. It was awesome. It was a nice little callback. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, and then, so then we then, got the final post-credit scene, which is what everybody really fucking freaks out about. Yeah, that scene. This scene was awesome. <laughs> now they're like going up to the jail cell, and you see a bald guy, and they're kind of like laughing. They're like Lex, like Mr. Luther or whatever. We got to go, Mr. Luther or whatever. And then like he turns around, and it's not Lex. And then we go see a scene to, right to the boat. Where, I mean, when you guys want to fucking do that, so what? 
How about her, AJ? Well, I, I'm honored. See, they, I, I like coming here. The tune like a king. <laughs> but no, um, so basically, um, so yeah, like Lane said, they, they trick you that it's not Lex in the jail cell. The boat is following a silhouette of a guy that has two swords and a bandana and a silhouette on. Silhouette of a man, death a stroke, death a stroke. Sorry. No, I was, I was enjoying that. I was like, keep going. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so uh, basically, oh, wait, I see what you did there. Yes, it's Deathstroke. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, but I was one of the ones in the theater that was freaking out when I saw this, you know, because I, like, I, I knew who it was. Um, my wife and my kid were kind of sitting there like, who well, is so that? And, swords, as, like yeah, as soon as I saw the two swords in the in the, in the the mask or whatever that he wears, I'm like, that's, that's Deathstroke. And they're just like, they're just like is it? Because they're used to Arrow's Deathstroke. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He does a good job, but that's not Deathstroke. I mean, yeah, um, he does a good this, – this. he looked fucking – when he took his mask off. Um, in the, in the movie, yes. in this movie. Oh, yeah. well, oh you know, God. that was kind of a – it was awesome, but that wasn't what I was expecting, but it was still awesome because he, he's all white. Like, which is good though he's because white, but... ba- he he's about the same age as Batman throughout the series, mm-hmm. and Batman's kind of old in the starting. Right, line. yeah, they, they've yeah. established in this movie they actually gave us a timeline. Batman's been Batman for twenty years. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They you said don't it, say he, twenty he, years. Yeah, he says it. You, too. Didn't, you didn't remember that? Oh, 20 years in Gotham. How many guys have been? How many guys yeah. start out good? How many stayed that way? Okay, yeah, you're right. So yeah, okay, it makes sense. His 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 hair makes sense. But um, yeah. So De- it shows it follows Destro going to a boat. He gets off the boat and he walks up to the owner of the boat, who happens to be Lex Luthor, sitting there sipping on martinis with a bunch of chicks around him, and he's just like um. He's like, um, oh, we're celebrating the return of God, you know? Um, and I heard that he's gathering his all of his weird little friends. Don't you think it's about time we have a league of our own? Oh. And then it just ends. Like, yes. that was perfect. This little scene we see of Lex, I think Eisenberg's doing, he did a lot better. Oh, yeah, definitely. More he, established. He, he personified mm-hmm. Lex Luthor a little bit better. He is bald. I liked it. He He's not as big as Lex is portrayed most of the time. But still, I think he did much better in this little bit as Lex than he did the entire time in BBS. Like, now, you see, that that's interesting because that's what a lot of people are saying with just this couple minutes of Lex versus B, the entirety of BBS. Um, you could tell that he's he's more he's more calm. He's more collected. He's more calculated. And even just the look that he gave Deathstroke. Like, completes his sentences and everything. It's right. <laughs> like, even, even, just the, even just the look that he gives Deathstroke, he's just kind of like... He wasn't so much as a, of a psychopath. Right. Like, he's like, you could say no. Like, he's given deathstroke the you know the you you have the opportunity to say no here but you're going to be sorry if you do like, joe manganella looked fantastic yes oh absolutely. definitely so i'm i'm definitely excited to see them both return and i'm glad with all those fucking rumors that he wasn't going to do it we're wrong though because like there was a point where they he wasn't even going to be deathstroke anymore yeah because he was originally attached to be the villain of the batman and then that got scrapped so like I was I was heartbroken too. I was just like, oh, that oh, I loved that's it. a wasted opportunity. So that's why I did not know that they were still keeping him as Deathstroke. That's why I was surprised. That, I cannot wait. You know, like I cannot fucking wait to see that Deathstroke fight that Batman. I just I just I just want I I want to see this action. I definitely want to see this action. Like oh two God. two of the most seasoned badasses mm-hmm. in the entire DCU going toe to toe. Like, are you aware that in the new in the Rebirth issues that Deathstroke is imbued with the Speed Force? I think I read somewhere that doesn't he get the sword of the gods or something like that? Like he goes, he goes up to Olympus and kills like most of the gods and comes back with one of their swords. I don't know anything about that, but I do know that he's a speedster now. Why? He's a flash level speedster as Deathstroke. That's interesting. But imagine how dangerous that is. It's dangerous, yes. It's the same thing I read that Batman got a little bit. Like, they're fighting the evil version of Batman, like a team of evil Batmans. And there's a Batman for, like, every 
um, leaguer. Like, there's a speedster Batman. There's a that's Superman Batman. There's a, like I read it all in this screen rant right. thing. Like, so if, yeah, that's another interesting place. But having Deathstroke with that about as fast, so that his fighting abilities is being as fast as the Flash. Absolutely nuts. I cannot. That's unstoppable. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, interesting. I've been reading. I'm reading through some of these. Uh, Easter eggs that we got down here, and this is this one's really intriguing. Which one? Number twenty-three. So we got a hint of Black Mask in here. It's very vague, so it, you know you'd have to really know who these people are to even know. It's it, it's about a co- Janus Cosmetics. You know, it's a very little Easter egg that you have to be a die-hard Black Mask fan to even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Wonder Woman's at home with Themis. I don't know Zeus defended Earth. So we saw Zeus. We talked about that. Zeus wasn't the only god either. We saw uh, an Ares-esque type of warrior. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Athena was there shooting arrows. Artemis, or maybe oh Artemis, god of the hunt. Maybe that's who it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got a glimpse of Green Lantern, which we talked about, which was awesome. Aquaman's tattoos tell a story. I guess they have some some relevance. It's like Moana. Uh, what's what's the guy from Moana? Maui. 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 <laughs> Aquaman's the Ma- DC's Maui. <laughs> Just just putting that out there. I love that movie. <laughs> that movie's fantastic. Yeah, There's a non nerdy recommend. Watch that shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aquaman already met Superman is the one Deej is talking about, correct? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very interesting. Go ahead. Uh, so, so, so not every secret connection or universe-building storyline is visible on screen, but with Zack Snyder behind the, the three DC films leading up to two and culminating in Justice League, there's room for, er, to expand, especially with the cast now sharing the imagined crossovers. Snyder already led clues to take Man of Steel. Clark Kent's efforts to save the crew from the flaming oil rig in the middle of the sea. The, the rig collapsed in, the fi- in a fire explosion, but Clark survived, obviously. How he went from the middle of the crushed structure to, a, uh, to floating in the open ocean near a mother whale and a child, however, is a mystery no longer. Uh, Jason Momoa revealed shortly after, um, or shortly before the launch of Justice League that Snyder had let him, or let him in on a secret. Only Arthur Curry would know. After years of speculation, it was finally confirmed that Aquaman saved Superman and Man of Steel. Presumably dragging him loose of the wreckage before Clark regained consciousness and before Arthur realized he didn't need saving at all. So when uh, Bruce first brings up the Kryptonian hero when recruiting Aquaman, he keeps the truth to himself. He met Superman long before Batman did. Before he was Superman. Very interesting. Yep. And then we get the exploding wind-up penguins thing. Was uh, our, uh, What's this fucking... Uh, Alfred. Uh, Alfred mentions to Batman. He's like, oh, this is we're a little bit further than some exploding penguins, and that's all you had to worry about, and... That's a nice little callback, you know, to yeah. um, Penguin, and who knows? I might have been that might have even been a you know a little jab at Batman Returns. Yeah. And then we got a rent original Jimmy Olsen cameo, which we believe the original Jimmy Olsen from the old school Superman movies was the cop that was checking him in to see, and he's the one that actually contacted Batman because remember he like looked, he's like yeah we have somebody in there, and then he like got on his phone. A hint of Gorilla Grodd. I didn't notice this. Barry Allen's career in the DC movies is only just beginning, but according to some of his first lines with Bruce Wayne, we may have met more of its future rogues than fans would assume. And yes, his most outlandish nemesis has apparently been one of the very first. Shortly after Bruce surprises Barry in his own lair, the speedster begins to rattle off his unique skills and qualifications. Among them is not only able to speak sign language, but gorilla sign language. Yes, I did catch on to that. Yeah, I noticed that he said that, but I didn't think much of... But uh, take that as a fairly obvious reference to the super sentient ape Gorilla Grodd, a primate who used more than just his massive make the gigantic body to give the Flash a headache. For that, he relied upon his telepathic skills. Perhaps this suggestion that Barry Allen is working with, or at least communicating with gorillas, is teasing an alternate origin for Grodd, which seems to be like a lot from from the Flash TV show. 
This yeah. Is, that was a very different origin for Grodd than we got. Like, that was a, a science pro- accident. And it also had to do with the the fucking the accelerator blowing up. But that's not... Grodd just lived on that island already. There's a whole... Like, the Earth that they sent him to, that is the original Grodd story. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, a sentient island of gorillas. Or those fans who hope Barry is further along in his superheroics evidence that he's already forged a friendship with Earth's more peaceful primates. Flash already fought Captain Cold. Uh, I just read through that one. It's just like a speculation. Uh, Cyborg's role did begin in Batman versus Superman, which uh, we already seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Detective Crispus Allen. He was the one that was talking to James, James Gordon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was wondering who that was supposed to be. Ace Chemicals. That's just a reference to the mm. to the uh, place where Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah. BBS Justice League logo tees. Okay. A tribute to Batman comics, which um, yeah, I mean, all of this is pretty much that. <laughs> well, Batman's original theme, did you catch it? I it, did. It came as sad news for many fans of Hans, Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL's work on the Man of Steel and Batman Superman when it was announced that they had been replaced. With Joss Whedon taking over for Snyder on the film's reshoots and post-production, composer Danny Elfman would also be used to provide the movie's score instead of Junkie XL. That meant an obvious shift towards the more orchestral, bombastic music that defined the original Batman, 89 Batman. But that transition turns out to be far more literal than some may have expected. When Elfman promised Batman's theme music would return, he wasn't kidding. Fans can debate whether the energetic, melodramatic theme used for the Tim Burton and Michael Keaton's version of Batman is fit for Ben Affleck's version, but but no matter their opinion, they can listen for it throughout the film. Most notable when Batman makes his gargoyle entrance atop the Gotham police station when the league meets Jim Gordon. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch it. No. The only really, honestly, the only really Batman when I'm ever really familiar with is like, no, 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 Batman. Like that, that's my shit right there. That, they should have played that. That would have, it would have not fit at all, but it would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> we can edit a copy of it. Okay. Just like when Batman's out. Wouldn't it have been funny where, like, if um that part where he's learning out all the parademons, if he turns on the radio and that was the song that came on and he, like, gets mad because Barry messed with the radio at some point while in the Batcave. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> No, uh, the rest of these are just like Stephen will taste Kirby's fourth world, Superman's original theme, uh, Clark Kent's signature plaid, which okay, he was wearing plaid, awesome. Tim Burton's Batman Moon, falling shell casing. I don't get that. It says less of an Easter egg, but more of a moment than that. No fan of DC films or Zack Snyder's trilogy will want to miss the story of the story of his Batman beginning Dawn of Justice when the murder of Thomas and Martha Wayne began Bruce's descent into total darkness. His dream actually opens the film, referring to the rise into light through his uh, bats as a lie, suggesting the opposite. In that opening scene, the death of the Waynes is ended with a slow-motion bouncing of shell casing fired from the gun's weapon, an image that comes to mean much more by the film's end. The bullet dropping marks the moment when Bruce's descent begins, but it's the identical dropping of a cannon shell that marks the beginning of his ascent back into light. That comes during the state funeral for Superman, the close of BVS, in which Superman acknowledges that his mission is to honor Superman's sacrifice. Uniting the League and then Unknown Threat in the heat of the film's third act battle as Bruce pilots his Batmobile through the carnage. Surrounded by his new friends and allies, it seems poetic that the third beat of the image arrives, perhaps marking the culmination of Batman's true purpose in the DC Universe. That's interesting. I did see the shell case and drop. They made um, it apparent. The, yeah. yeah. Each time. like so. Now that I read this, I see it all. Like That's interesting. What an interesting thing. Cause yeah, I mean that that started him, you know, that shell, that bullet, even killing his family, that shell casing hit in the ground caused that, and they were just using it as a. That's cool. I like that. 
Superman and the Flash race. We've already talked about it. Orange Sky homage. What have to do with uh, Crisis? No. Something about uh, working on. Hold on, I've been trying to read through it. The new Hall of Justice, Nothing which really we, crazy. we talked about. Cyborg gets an upgrade. Yeah, at the end. What, he got it the shows his actual shell. Yes. Yeah, that's, I like that. That was cool. That was really. Superman and the Flash race again. The first one was them racing when they were saving people. This is the cutscene, extra scene one. Deathstroke yeah. meets Lex and. That November seventeenth release date. I did catch that. Like when I when it, when the release date was first announced, like I told Lynette that I was like, "That's actually really cool how they did that." Yeah, that was the day that Superman died. Which they should have did it last year. They should have that for BBS. Oh well, yeah, that was the day Superman died. But I the also, comic, the nineteen ninety Isn't that also the date too that um when the animated series yeah. first aired? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Both things have happened. Much beloved animated TV series Justice League debuted on you guessed it November seventeenth. Hell yeah, that's pretty sweet. Because you see, that's the that's the Easter egg that I picked up when I told that I didn't know about Superman's death. So um yeah, that that makes it even more cool. Like that, there's three of Superman's biggest milestones in his career, yep. you know, like right there on November 17th. That might as well just be Superman Day. <laughs> no, I'm down with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. But, all right. I mean, do we have anything else we want to say? Any? Did your rating change at all talking about this? Or? No, I'm still going to stick with my 8.1 yeah. until I see the... Uh, and like, and so I see the potential like um, ultimate edition. You right, know? right. Yeah, then it could all change then because it did change. Like with BV, BVS was okay when I saw it. My my expectations were here. The movie was here. When right. the extended version came out, it got much closer to my expectations. Like, right, because the, the the BVS on my original rating for it was like a seventy three point four out of a hundred, and then after I watched the ultimate edition, it jumped up to an easy like eighty nine point five. Oh yeah, it, like, it, it, it was made all the difference. It was awesome. Yeah, still had its problems, but still like every movie's I don't going think to. The, the the extended cut Suicide Squad didn't change anything for me as far as no, because the storyline stayed the same. It still seemed rushed. The only thing you really saw more of was Joker, which which is good enough. You know, it was cool. Yeah. Or the Joker Harley moments was really cool. I mean, but does it show like how he knows that she was in prison or how he even got in prison to get her out? No. Yeah, I mean, that, that movie was riddled with with discrepancies. Problems. Like, well, that's what happens when you write a movie in six weeks. Yeah, yeah, true that. Don't do that. No, I, I, I honestly think that Suicide Squad could have been something special. Oh, like, it could have been. Really, could have been. And I think that the tone that they're going for before the big reshoots. It was something a little more gritty and a little more fitting to this universe. But then they saw how good um freaking uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy was doing. So they decided to reshoot it and make it more fun. And it yeah. just it, it didn't work. See, Suicide Squad should be nitty and gritty, though, because these are like the worst of the worst. It shouldn't be that fun. Like, yeah, Joker's funny. Sometimes it happens. Harley Quinn, too, sure. But the other like. The other characters aren't generally funny, mm-hmm. you know. Like Killer Croc, never funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, no, Death, shorty, I'm beautiful. I was like, what? He wouldn't say that. Like, yeah. And then, and then Deadshot, you know, he's not generally funny. He he's a very serious assassin. That was Will Smith. Will Smith and really hard. Yeah. And then uh, I don't I don't know. It was all right. It was okay. But regardless, this movie, I think Justice League. My two main problems, as I said, was we didn't really talk about why we gave that rating because we were gonna wait. So I'm gonna do that why we're rating it this i didn't like some of the cgi was off at times there was times where you're like you're like that is very much cgi mm-hmm. steppenwolf looked all right sometimes and looked great others i don't i don't like that inconsistency 
and I'm not happy with the resurrection of Superman. Now, that scene was cool. It was still awesome, but it was very wrong to me. It, I wonder I wonder if, though, if it would have been... Because just so everybody knows my feelings, Lane and I came up with the, these pretty much together. Like, they they were pretty concise. So I, I my reasons are the exact same. But the uh, I wonder if it would have been such a problem if Doomsday would have been done properly. Yeah, maybe not. Because Doomsday was made out of fucking Zod's body. Yeah, that was retarded. Yeah, and we were really pissed. We were pissed off about it from... Before we even fucking went into the theater, because I remember Lane, on the podcast, there's uh, there's recorded evidence of Lane saying, "If they fucking do that, I'm gonna be pissed." I was. Yeah, and and they and they did do it because I was like, maybe they won't, maybe they won't, maybe they won't. And they fucking did anyway. I knew they were going to. I, knew, I was like, and Lex does not as, create doomsday. As soon that as is. there was even a fucking inkling that they might resurrect Superman with this mother box, I was like, maybe they won't. Maybe they're just fucking talking about it. Maybe no, he's not gonna be in that did. fucking coffin. And they did. And I was like, it's it's the same. It's the same fucking concept. And I'm like, why do they keep doing that? Why is that amniotic fucking fluid still just fucking... Ah, oh, it's so annoying. Now, I think that the Doomsday thing... Like, some most of the people's gripes with Doomsday being in Batman vs. Superman was the fact that he was in Batman vs. Superman and how he was born. Which, you know, honestly, I think he would have worked in Batman vs. Superman if they maybe did something like... Just have him come from fucking space? Yeah, like Lex was mo- <laughs> like Lex was monitoring him from space yeah. and, like, showing him the signal of how, like, activating the Kryptonian ship to show him how to get to Earth to destroy Superman. Yeah, Lex could have still been like, involved, but yeah. in a more understandable way. Right, like, that. in that case, I would have been cool with it. Yes. But the fact that he, like, cut his hand and he put Zod in there and stuff, I was like, what, what are you doing? Like, why, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> What's like, happening? Like, no, was no, created no, on like, don't, don't do this. Yeah. Don't do this. I don't know. No. Dumb. Stupid. But... Again, there's going to be one stupid big-ass thing in all these movies, apparently, because I, I hated the way they resurrected him. But the scene falling was so badass that it's hard. It's so cool. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, if Jeffrey Dean Morgan is not Batman's father in Flashpoint, in Flashpoint I'm I will walk walking out. the fuck out. I will, I, I, I'm going to go watch it with you. I'm going to go watch it with both of you. And if Lauren that Cullen happens, I'll be like... Joker. Yeah, yeah, if that doesn't happen, even... Like, that. if that doesn't happen, then I'm fucking done. Like... That is way fucked up continuity. Yeah, they better. Yeah, they have. That has to be because they showed. They already showed them as Bruce and Martha. Like, I wouldn't even care. I would be disappointed if if they retcon Ben Affleck because he doesn't want to do. You understand? You have to do shit like that. If he doesn't want to do it, whatever. If they retcon him and it's somebody else, I can get past that unless he sucks. All right, but if right. if Jeffrey D. Morgan is not fucking Thomas Wayne in that movie, I'm going to be fucking. I think he'll livid. be an amazing Thomas Wayne. That type of Batman, he'll be great. Yeah. Now, honestly, to be brutally honest with you guys, I don't think that they would cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan if they're just going to use him once like that and not right. bring him back in some capacity. Yeah, they. So have. I think that we have a pretty good chance of him coming back. But it's still, just that, just with the way that they do everything with the DCU right now, it's really almost a fifty-fifty chance he could be back, he could not be back. You know, so it's just fucking going to be so stupid. No, no, I would just, I can't wait to see Lauren. Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot with her makeup smeared on her face in the rain and like, shit. and if Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot aren't like at fucking odds with you know what I mean, making new Themyscira in Europe, like, and we don't see all them fucking other cameos like the Shazam kids and, right. and all that shit, I want to see all that stuff. I want to see a skinny Superman rise up and come to power. Yeah, like I've got to see all these beats in Flashpoint. That's so important and Reverse Flash, like. Oh, there, there like, has look to what be. you did, Barry. Like, Reverse Flash is a big part of this. It has to be in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, if they have to almost do that fucking... Sh- I don't care if they do the Flash Museum shit at the beginning. Whatever. That wasn't in the comic book. I don't care if that was if that's in there. 
But all that these, fight was dope, though. These other mm-hmm. important beats have to be in this movie, or I'm going to be really upset. On honestly, the biggest thing I want to see from the Flashpoint movie is I don't care who they cast as Bruce Wayne, as long as that dude can cry while reading a letter from his dad. Like yeah. at the end when um, Flash delivers that letter, like I yeah. want to, I want to see a Batman break down over that letter you know like so that's gonna be my biggest gripe about it like if he just kind of gets it and he's just like oh. he just kind of smiles and just like kind of puts it down and has a tender moment like that like that's all good and stuff but no i want to see this dude freaking cry because yeah. this is why you became batman because your parents are dead and flash just talked to him he was face to face with your dad he brought you back a letter that had your dad's handwriting on it and you're just gonna sh- like no you need to cry dude you have to yeah because if your whole basis of becoming batman Obviously, you took it very hard, so you would cry if some shit like that happened. But yeah, I agree. I just All can't right. wait. I can't wait for the further to DCU to extend. Uh, yeah, keep it going. Thank you, AJ, for coming. Yep, no problem. Giving us for a solid me. episode, dude. We're on two and a half hours. We haven't had an episode like this long in a while. Good, I'm glad it's gonna be solid. We broke the shit down, man. I'm loving it. Oh, and buy AJ's book. Yeah, if dude. You give yourself some actually, plugs. I, uh, actually, actually um, right now the book is um, kind of in shambles because um, I am rewriting it. So uh, don't go out and buy it just yet. Um, <laughs> wait like another month until I'm done rewriting it, and that should be done before Christmas. Just in time for Christmas, you know. Give give a nice little gift. But yeah, um, you know. So I'm working on that. I'm also working on a film project right now, which I'm not going to say too much about because. Uh, if we don't get greenlit by the studio, I don't want to get Dubois' hopes up and everything like that. But it's supposed to film in Dubois and Philadelphia, and I have all these awesome ideas to have everybody be a part of it. So I'll um, keep your eyes open for that. But um, yeah, Deej and Lane, um, this is crazy. You know, I was just thinking the other day, we've known each other for probably about almost eight years. Yeah. Almost eight years, dude. Yeah, for sure. That is crazy. About as long. I've known, I've only known you a few solid months no i mean i knew you from walmart but i i only knew you a few solid months before i met lane yeah and you know what i remember i remember i still remember the first time you ever met me i was in um i was in snappies oh making, yeah making a sandwich he just came up to me and he's like can you do you know the screamo <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that dude <laughs> and i'm just like uh sure you know? <laughs> and it was all downhill from there yeah dude i completely forgot about that and then it wasn't very long after that you went to walmart yep and then i met i met lane in walmart him and his family were um Talking to me at the iPod case. I don't even remember how we started talking. We were just kind of geeking or we were talking about something related to Philadelphia. And, you know, Lane just said he just moved up here. And I'm like, well, come hang out with me and my boys. And we brought him over a couple days later. And history. This podcast is all your fault, dude. I know. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Everything. This nerd room. It's all your fault, man. No, well, you know, I mean, I I miss you guys. I definitely miss those days, you know. Then we all had to grow up. Yeah, right. it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's it was awesome. Right, it was awesome to be here today. Yeah, you know? long time coming. We'll, we'll 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 try to make it not such a strange occurrence. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I can tell you right now. Um, just for future reference, with um future movie reviews, anyways. Um, I do plan on seeing Star Wars. It's opening weekend. Um, next year I'm all over Black Panther, Deadpool two. If I can get away from my wife because she doesn't like Deadpool, so I'm gonna have to fly that one solo. Um, Listen, I can tell you right now that we already we're already pretty book solid for Star Wars. We kind of have a panel, okay, of guys, but uh, so but we we don't have anybody. Nobody, not a single person has requested for Black Panther yet or Deadpool two. 
All right, I'll, I'll I'll get you Black Panther. Don't put me down for Deadpool too, because like I said, that one is going to greatly depend on the wife, and she if she's not ha- happy wife, happy life. You know how that yeah, goes. I so, understand. Um, but um, yeah, um, I I got you for Black Panther, and I'll definitely get you for Infinity Wars because uh, yeah, I can't remember who we might we, we could definitely have like a roundtable for Infinity War for sure. Yeah, yeah, you guys are there's a lot of people, man. People. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people that want to be on. I, I we had Stowe on for Thor. And he was on, like, he was on for Civil War, and then he was on for Thor, um, and we got a, we got a bunch of dudes in for Star Wars. Yeah, that, that that that'd be cool if you guys did kind of like a uh, first time occurrence with Infinity War, did a roundtable, you know, more than just like more than just three yeah. people. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and have do that. Have like, yeah, I think that'd be really neat. And you dude, know? and keep keep your eyes peeled for Super Fight. That'll come. It's oh very, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a very interesting, very interesting concept. Yeah, just keep keep me in the loop of everything. Even if I don't answer right away, I always see your stuff. Well, you know? I, everybody that appeared as a guest this year will get a you'll get a message, like a group message. Okay. Um, on Facebook coming up real soon. We try to do it like at the end of the year versus the I know at the end of the year can get real busy, so uh, we try to do it within. I think last year we did it like January eighth, okay, or January eighteenth, something like that, and it was for the previous year. So okay. Um. And then yeah, it's a good time. I usually try to book out a hotel room to do it yeah no by all means yeah that sounds awesome yeah just let me know let me know and i'll definitely uh get in on that um yeah that uh like i said i i had that one event that i wanted you guys to be part of i forget what it was but uh yeah if i have any opportunities for you guys to bring your talk show up to um you know any of my um signings or uh, i got a couple public speaking events um and what have you if this um film goes through we're actually going to go to comic-con too mm. so maybe that's something that we can all get in on too so you know i i always keep you guys in mind but you know i understand that we're all yeah kind you of... gotta let us know ahead of time man so we can get some get some stuff going but all right i'm gonna end it right here it's been a long it's been a nice uh nice episode so uh we'll see you guys next week keep keep us uh keep an eye out on social media find out what we're doing next